0: just the random conversations that we can do things with (laughs) welcome back to the
1: gooch (laughs) another episode of the gooch (laughs) yep
0: yeah no it's uh like just talking about canceling things you know like uh like the whole the whole and jemima stuff like don't don't get me wrong i get it like you look at that and you, you you're segregated in that community for so long and you know society starts making these you know, movements to, you know, more political correctness, you know, we're going to ban Uncle Ben's. We're going to ban, you know, we're going to change the name. I don't know, ban. I'm using terrible verbiage here. But, uh, like, when does it end? Like, that's that's my question. Like, do we get to a point where... Anything can be construed as politically incorrect and just speaking is not a thing we should be doing because that's that's honestly how I think we're going. We're going towards a society where who you are is expressed socially on, on media, like social media, and who you are as a person, like when you communicate... Is heavily restricted by things you can, can't say. You know, like well, we I can't. To, I, I think it, we have
2: to like evolve in terms of like how we view industry in order to fix that. Because like the we've always wanted industry to be like, especially from your side of the argument, typically is is we've always wanted industry to be freewheeling and have as much freedom to to do what they want. But yeah. the problem is, is regulation. If it if there's a massive social demand for it, which right now there is, then that that's what they want to do. They want to. They want to toe the line to give, give yourself a little. Uh, Sorry, I'll pull that... this back
1: a little bit oh, here. There, there we, we go. go. Hey, oh, now, 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 we're getting, now we're talking so much nasally. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it really is.
1: I hate the sound of my voice. Everyone <laughs> uh, does the, at
0: the beginning. Worry, I, I, I hate mine too. Like I, it was. Uh, I stutter a lot because like as I'm trying to process what I'm saying, I'll make these like old man noises. Like what I just made, it sounded like I was burping. It's like, no, I'm just, I'm just pausing and air is still
2: moving. <laughs> you know? It's, <laughs> it's interesting getting used to this. It's definitely a new medium, right? Like we've had conversations yeah, tons, but normally yeah. we're more and like your drinking. Your voice is and-
0: so in your face, yeah. you know? And then when you start doing a podcast and you're listening to it again, you're like, Jesus,
2: fuck, I sound like that yeah oh no <laughs> yeah I, I mean even in our, in our last conversation halfway through one of my points i'm hearing my goddamn voice and i'm just like fuck i forgot where i was I, I lost it, <laughs> it, was just, it was 100% because i'm like oh my god the way that these words sound coming out of my mouth is so obnoxious <laughs> like oh well. yeah, don't worry yeah no it's uh yeah
3: <laughs> but i but, but I like
2: I, I think I, I think when those big guys are are, are able to regulate um like if, if we're going to allow business freewheeling to to kind of control that, especially yeah. if we're going to have like a monopoly on a lot of these platforms, um I, we're going to you're going to see that no matter what, as long as there's an outcry for it. I think right now the problem I, I have is not with I'm fine with like nuanced regulations, right? Like there are there are definitely certain things like the Cleveland Indians logo is a joke. Like, but, <laughs> but the Chicago Blackhawks on the other hand yeah. is like an honoring tribute and, and it was done with the blessing of the family. So like, yeah, like you know, at least that was my understanding of it. So, uh, but, but, so one's a complete caricature and an absolute like offensive, but you know, like think, it's, and now it's,
1: we're dealing with the Eskimos. It's, it's
0: almost taken to an extent that, you know, any expression of that culture, um, <clears throat> is, is, is seen as, uh, you know, an oppressive movement or, uh, You know, uh, just for example, like uh, the Evan Eskimos. Yeah. Like we're having to rename that. But that wasn't that
2: wasn't social. Well, there was there was social pressure on sponsors and one sponsor was the one that threatened to pull it back. I can't remember who it was, but they they were the ones who said you either change it uh, or, or we leave. And I think they account for a large portion of the sponsorship funding and CFL is like. Very underfunded. Yeah, very, very, <laughs> very underfunded. Now there's
1: a point of capitalism that's a little like, ooh. When when half your audience is
0: just there for the fifty fifty draw. Like, yeah. <laughs> you gotta oh, let's be honest here. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I mean it, it's kinda there's two different ways. Like there's there's people who are who are like arguing against it directly through Twitter and shit like that. That was mm-hmm. like that's what we saw with like uh Uncle Ben's and Aunt Jemima. Oddly enough, not Quaker. I don't know how that managed to skirt by. Maybe because they're largely white, but uh, you know, I thought that would (laughs) be kind of a weird uh, reference to it. Well, Quaker's a religion, right? Well, I think
0: like white culture, there's really nothing you can say to us that's going to offend us. Well, yeah, you know, culture that's, has that's the thing, right? Most it, it, other exactly. cultures <laughs> Because we just look at that and we're just like, "Yeah, we really, really fucked up."
2: But like, that's, just, that, that's the problem. That's why I'll point to the Indians is like such yeah. an obvious one. It's fucking like you look at that picture and just imagine using a. Well, first of all, Indian is a is a ridiculous term. Yeah. Just because, like it, even if it weren't offensive, it's so stupid. <laughs> Well, because yeah, it's so fucking wrong. Like it we was, named him like, that by what? accident because he was thought he we was, was in India. In India, folks. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> like, like Look at all the spices they have, like habaneros. Like wow, like, like what the <laughs> fuck? Would they, what? Like, like what all, Like because they're definitely not getting cumin and they're turmeric like, in North America. <laughs> what, is, what is the curry? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but but it's all I mean, the doggy. name itself
0: is just it's the so different, different voices she's freaking out. Oh uh-huh. yeah.
2: <laughs> but but yeah, it's like so even if it wasn't even if the character wasn't horribly offensive. Yeah. Like can you imagine the honkies like, or or, or the, the, trailer, the trailer parkers, yeah. right? And you've just got, like, the most obscene photo, like, fucking an eagle bandana with an American flag backdrop, and oh. he's only got four <laughs> teeth, definitely <laughs> never brushed them. Oh. Looks like he, like, has that but Jean you know, Chrétien shaped with a broken that piece that of glass. Oh, oh, and like,
0: <laughs> that guy exists. And, like, as a white guy, I could be, like... Yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Whereas see those that.
2: characters don't
0: you know, exist. This marketing takes it to such an extreme where it's just like, what? Like yeah. the Cleveland Chiefs? Like, yeah. we like that's like, come on, <laughs> it's yeah. just too, just, it's Like it's, it's almost like a white guy's like Popeye, you yeah. know? Like it's like. It, I, uh, I got to drink some spinach. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, not it's not a real person. It's not a real person, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, it, it, it's funny like I I'm yeah. totally with like pointing that out and saying, "Hey, like by the way, this isn't like a proper representation of this culture." But, like, we can do that as adults without canceling a name of a fucking sports team or well, Aunt but, Jemima well, Pancakes. Like, you could just say, like, why can't yes, they just change slavery it. happens. This is what happened. Be- like, but I guess, yeah, why can't you yeah. just change it on the same hand? Like, wh- what does like, it like, really matter? Who well, gives but a fuck? It, it, In but fact, it, but it's a new marketing opportunity. You, words are just true. words and just yeah.
2: w- what really matters anyway, right? Like, but it, like I guess an example. Like, why is it okay to move the Oakland Raiders? Yeah. And call them just what it was at the California Raiders or whatever they are now. Yeah, but so you can change that part of it, but you can't change the name part of it, it what what about it, it are you tied to like that's the weird part that i don't understand with a lot of sports fans especially in the states cuz the, the us loves to put so, like have a celebrity someone to follow they love to look well, they to do the someone same thing in with the their sky. money
0: they refuse to get yeah. rid of currency that's fucking useless oh, because they I know. love abraham lincoln so much they're like i like the penny because it results in like, a penny. I like. Lincoln, I,
2: like I like my fucking like rainbow money because yeah. if I leave it in my pocket in the wash, it's actually cleaner when yeah. it comes out. Well, and that's wonderful. Like,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Has that
1: happened? Yeah.
0: <laughs> that and like you, you look at that. Just again, to go back to the penny. It costs more to manufacture one cent than it's worth. Yeah. Right. So like a- every cent they mint, they're losing money. Right, and it's just they refuse to let go of.
2: They don't like to fail.
1: Yeah, they like to fail.
0: I don't get it. Like, why can't we just rename these things? But like, I I ask the question: Why should we even have to? And like, I'm just playing the devil's. Oh no, of course. I I get it. These these cultures were oppressed, and they deserve to have you know their uh, you know their, their their belief systems you know respected and not made a joke of because that's exactly what we just
2: brought up is like. No, yeah I
0: mean like <laughs> we we
2: there's like a certain thing like a ideal of level footing that you're gonna yeah. need, right, and yeah, I think that's sure. that's part of it, but, yeah, like the name is just like it's just so stupid, okay. and to me, that's just to hold on to the name the Indians is to really like as a white person you're holding on to something you should really be shameful of right like someone so first of all if you even remotely look to co- Christopher Columbus as a good person you're a fucking moron in 1492 yeah, Christopher like, he was Columbus
0: he cutting off gave hands <laughs> yeah, like, I love that fucking South Park episode oh yeah it was so good <laughs> stoked on Columbus Yeah. It's like, hey yeah. you're from Columbus Ohio <laughs> how you doing you fucking <laughs>
3: racist
1: <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> <what>? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's the, he gets caught outside with the Columbus thing yeah, on. Dude. Yeah,
2: he's got. Don't post <laughs> that. Don't post that. <laughs> yeah. But that, but I think that's the funny thing too, yeah, right? Yeah. Is like. But, but we see this in the states with the Confederate flag. Like you want, you're, you're holding on to a loser's flag and waving it so proudly. Like, fuck, man, you lost. Like uh, I, as a Canucks fan, I would that, be though. super shameful to walk down Boston yeah. Yeah. in full fucking Canucks uniform 10 years later. Like, fucking, we're the best. Yeah. <laughs> No, we burned our city to the ground Uh, after losing horribly. I should not be holding that up. It's a joke. (laughs) And this is what they look like. Yeah, you look at
0: it, though, like it's just that whole mentality of, uh, you know, after the after the Civil War there, there was that whole movement of the South will rise again. Right. And, you know, it, it really stuck with a lot of families that got fucked over. Uh, By how the war ended, you know, like they lost uh, life, liberty and capital after that because they were the losers. As everybody knows, winners write the history books. I'm not defending Confederacy and what they believed in. I'm just saying that, you know, you had a a group of people that, you know, generation after generation, we were the losers. We were the losers. And like maybe the first couple generations are just like accepting of it, you know, and this is why there was a few years between the first and second world wars because you had a generation between that was like. My parents lived through the First World War, don't want to do that again. And then the second generation comes along and they say, Well, why are we so oppressed again? What the fuck, right? Like, what do we do wrong? Like, we just want other slaves. Like, we're still using slaves here. There's no fucking jokes about it. I mean, there's still a racial segregation. You know, it's like they they, they weren't truly free after the end of the Civil War.
3: Well, not for for a while. while. And
0: there was a whole bunch of movements in the South that were, you know, like the Jim Crow laws, all these other things. You had a guy that fought Nazis in the Second World War. Uh, You know, it was uh, part of one of the um, African-American combat battalions that went out there, Uh, came back, lived in the southern United States. And there was a law where black people couldn't vote. They basically had a sign over top of this, uh, you know, voting booth, which said, if you vote and you're black, you're dead. Pretty much, it's what it boiled down to. That's and he so, said, "You know what? I fucking fought the Nazis. Yeah, I'm gonna vote." And then, sure enough, the next day, the fucking police showed up to his house and fucking shot him in the face.
1: Bullshit! That's wow. like,
0: it was it was someone in law enforcement. I don't know if they were in uniform, but it was someone in law enforcement in that state that literally went and blew this guy's head <sighs> off in his front door. Like Holy after coming shit, home man. fighting Nazis, like come <laughs> on, fighting literally what is happening.
2: But you notice that like every political assassination always kills a lefty from a fucking righty, every single one of them. Fucking Lincoln freed the slaves, true. Popped, right, yep. like get the Kennedys. Yep. going. they were trying to bring back the greenback capped. Yep. Right. Like, and yeah, Also, the space cause, stuff. Because like, if there was seriously a fucking hero with a gun, like Americans like to tout, <laughs> Trump Trump would not have survived all these fucking rallies. He's a fucking wide target. Oh, oh, that's that's my God. because the
0: left is so scared of uh, <laughs> not violent. Uh, well, it's not being violent, it's being practical It's so being pragmatic <laughs> so, Wait, wait, what are you saying? Know?
2: Because <laughs> the association there is Assassinating Trump is practical well, I'm just well, curious Here's <laughs> where I'm
0: at you know, like, I, I, I kind of move that to just owning firearms I wasn't tying that into oh, okay, political enough, assassination fair enough. Fair enough. But, sure, sure. but you know I, I, what, I, what, what I'm saying is If everybody in society is armed Everybody that runs society needs to think twice about their actions. And, you know, if the left isn't armed, you know, it's a huge advantage for the right, at least on paper. You got to agree that like you look at that on paper and say, okay, these people don't have this defense. So we can really push whatever the fuck we want. And Granted, there are checks and balances. I'm just saying if a dictator like Trump did take over, it would be a really soft target for him to fucking overcome, because his voter base is the ones that, like their Second Amendment, own the guns, and you know, obviously we saw in these Capitol riots, these people don't mind being violent and breaking the laws, whereas the left, historically, in the
2: states, anyways... It's a battle of money versus guns, right? Because the left owns most of the currency (laughs) and the right owns (laughs) most of the weapons. And that's really what it comes down to, is like... Left owns (laughs) most of the currency.
0: Well, I think, like... How do you mean?
2: Left states, for example, okay. are are going to be the most uh, powerful. And then the people who live there because they benefit off of the the taxable income yeah. and whatnot in California, New York, Connecticut sure. and whatnot, they they tend to be more peaceful or yeah. le- less towards but, you know, guns you know, I'll, or I'll, I'll whatever. what I'm really trying you to
0: express is there is definitely a belief that, you know, especially among the right wing in the states, that, you know, being armed is that ability to stand up to. You know, a a, a tyrannical leader. And it would be really easy once you get into that, you know, kind of echo chamber thinking to kind of convince yourself that yeah I have to be that person that you know is the hero with the gun that ends this tyrannical rule yeah. whereas if you're raised in a more you know culturally diverse society like New York or San Francisco where you had a lot of different cultures that had to coexist and there wasn't a big demand for firearms because it wasn't more of a wild west you need to defend your land and property it was we need to work this out because there's fucking him 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 and him yeah in like we, we we shit on top of each other there's not enough space to build here you know what I mean Yeah. Whereas is you know you, you move out into more of the, uh, the the western kind of lifestyle of you know it's it's my land labor and capital that i'm protecting with this right and you know it, it, it's a very diverse a kind prob- of problem i have belief, is the right? people
2: who fucking believe that wouldn't know a tyrannical leader if he got up on stage and said i'm going to storm the capital with you and that's you. the
0: issue right like <laughs> and that's that's the issue you know it's uh, it, it's it's the it's the use of fear yeah. and when you have and that's exactly what i'm saying yeah, is and if the left like, armed itself if the left armed itself, it would really have a backbone.
2: Yeah. Well, that's why, like, in the first, in our first recording, the, the, yeah. one of the things I said was the left loses so goddamn often, right? Like, that's one of the things that, like, when we say they would w- be willing to do the exact same thing, mm-hmm. I, I have to push back because the left just genuinely wouldn't. They will not go to that extreme at, as quickly, at least. Yeah, as as will the right. I think and it that's needs to why be more of lose. a
0: consensus. Like something horrible needs to happen in order for that to kind of be warranted in the left's opinion. Well, the- Whereas the right, it's more of a preemptive strike. Right? It's like, yeah. well, we have to do something or else worse things will start happening. That's right? so true. Yeah. And, yeah. No. And that's exactly how this. Uh, and it, it's kind of hard. Wired into somebody that's right wing Unfortunately you know they look at the world As a pessimist object You know you know you see how everything Fails how the system is going to fail you You need to support yourself Because the system isn't going to help you you know, and, and that, that really breeds that internal struggle, but it puts it only on yourself.
2: But the ironic thing is the only reason the system doesn't benefit you mm-hmm. is often because of the decisions made by people on that right wing, economically exactly. speaking. Right? Like the, the, the confounding thing will always be that you look at uh, places like British Columbia as, you know, green movement, but they export coal to China. Or you look at Washington State, mm-hmm. which is a bunch of uh, left-leaning liberals as well, and they've got Boeing. Set up there, and you know Boeing for all of the nice airplanes they build for us are also a military contractor. Mm-hmm. And so, the the interesting thing is, war needs intel intelligence. Intelligence mm-hmm. requires I'm so liberalism. Touched, oh, I'm, I'm so
0: happy we're touching on right? uh, on this.
2: Yeah, well, no, like, but, it's, but uh, like, but that's the connection, right? Like war war needs intelligent people. Intelligent yeah. people, in order to have intelligent people, you need to have as many people as possible getting a basic education and then as many people as possible after that getting an advanced education.
0: Do you think that the only reason why military exists is because humans like to kill each other?
2: No, I think it exists because it's the most profitable uh, capitalistic setup. That because ever humans been. like to kill each other. I don't know that it's like they, that they like to kill each other. I think <laughs> it's that it's easier to kill each other than it is to get along.
0: Fair but you know yeah. there also has to be some sort of pleasure that people get from murder you well, know I mean, like, definitely honestly, a type like of the, the only the only people they really can convince to join the military are young people because you don't understand like the the, the mortality of your actions and You know, uh, generally, if you were raised and you want to join the military, you were raised in a more right wing aspect, in my opinion, because it's more about I'm going to defend my country with my life rather than why. Why not just we all work it out? No one needs to defend anybody. Well, and that's always been
2: like the Canadian approach to things was always more of that. Mm -hmm. I mean, outside of our oppressing our own people or Mm -hmm. people on our own territory, we've always looked outwardly and gone like, why can't we all get along? It could be because we have a giant military presence right behind. Beneath us and that's a very important position for us to take yeah it's like if you guys take a strike on them we know we're the easiest country to start from that's right <laughs> so uh please not us yeah. Mexico's really nice yeah. <laughs> uh, Lots of beaches, but uh but, but, it's cold up here fuck this yeah don't yeah. come up here dude ask the Russians how fun it is to have war and cold no 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 go no, down it's, south it's a bad time it's yeah a bad time. but I think that like the You're right in terms of the peacekeeping aspect. I think the one thing with the the military, too, is that the United States has been in an active state of war for basically every year. I mean, it's
0: absolutely a business. Uh, And yeah, I completely agree with you on that. I'm just more asking the question, like, it's obviously a choice to join the military. And obviously, the U.S. has set itself up uh, so that it's almost good to because they'll pay for your education they'll give you a gi bill uh, you come back a hero lots and, of perks you know lots of perks right but you know you look at that too and you say you're literally hiring people that might have to kill somebody and one of their actions like even if you're just the guy that loads the bombs and you're not physically you know in the trenches fighting y- your actions result in the murder of man well the worst and, is now
2: it's a click of a mouse well, that's right? The, right? oh, yeah, the, right. the one thing a lot of the left We've doesn't want to talk about under Obama that. is that fucking drone strikes were yeah. were significantly increased, and that was part of getting troops off the ground. Well, yeah, was, I mean, was basically we're going to reduce our casualties but mm-hmm. drastically increase theirs.
0: But you know, right? anytime the military does that, ethics come into question. And I think the the, the best example is the dropping of you know the two uh, atomic bombs on Japan. Yeah. you know, it was strictly a measure to reduce casualties of you know, American casualties. Uh, and, you know, they'll argue, well, more people on Japan would have died, too. But, you know, you, you bomb two cities. Yeah. Soft targets. People that were just. Not really fighting or really aware of what was going on. Well, yeah, on it was just war. like civilians, you know, people like us. You yeah. know, like if there's no war going a going on, i part then, of it. I don't give a fuck, right? Like yeah. I'm just trying to do my job and bang my wife once in a while. Once to, in a while, <laughs> you know, like and then boom, nuked. And you know, I, I just think that any time that a uh, a military takes the action to have less human involvement in their decisions, which ultimately military boils down to the the murder of a different man or woman. Right. And that's, that's really, that's why I'm asking, like, do you, I I think that a lot of this is just, there's a, there's a, there's a culture that really isn't spoke of in society, uh, that, you know, kind of has an interest in ending life. And it, it, it allows you that, uh, that option to at a young age with very little education, get into a position where you have the opportunity to do that. And I think that maybe that plays a factor in some people joining the military. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, a lot of our military feeds into our policing.
2: Well, I think that one of the crazy things is to mm-hmm. look at like, so, I love to read about sociopaths. Yeah, like psychology in general. I like the history of all of that stuff. I know where and you're going with this. Yeah, yeah. And, and when you look at the statistics, right? uh yeah. you're looking at roughly five percent of people are sociopathic. And yeah. What that means is they have the inability to uh, feel empathy. But right. but what you what that breaks breaks down to is because it's not like they're all going to be high functioning. Sometimes you're going to have you know low IQ sociopaths, and to them it's just like they're going to use everybody they can. These are the people who. You know, we'll crash on a couch. If you give them an inch, they take a mile kind of people, right? They don't, they're not necessarily uh, harmful, but they just want to eat and do as little as possible. That's just, they just want to exist. Mm -hmm. And that's just because nothing drives them. There's no motivation there. And then you get the far extreme on the other side, Right the high intelligence. So if you break that 5% down into like the normal intelligence factors of people now, roughly one out of a hundred people is a high functioning, high intelligence sociopath.
0: I just want to stop it right there before I forget what I'm going to say. I'm not just saying that there is a, like I want to go kill somebody aspect to it. It's more just the the mystery of it. You know, like what, what's that like? And the only real place you can experience that is in the military. I mean, unless you live a life of crime, and that, that'll catch up with you. But to do it honorably in a way where they're going to give you a GI bill, pay for your education, come back a hero, yada, yada, yada. yada that's kind of the way to go about it. And well, I, honor killing I'm just is also like a cultural question. thing, yeah, too. Right? Like, like you is, get that in other is, c- cultures. Is murder an enticement? Uh, it, it's kind of like getting into smoking. Yeah, it's going to probably kill you and make you a different person. It's going to give you cancer. People still smoke. Well, I you think try to appeal of that, that that mystery. That's what kind of gets you to do it. Like, what's that like? It's going to take me out of my comfort zone, right? That's kind of why a lot of people get into drug culture, cigarettes, liquor. But I, I'm thinking military is a big part of that. But you're playing uh. with people at such a young age that you're making that their career path, and yeah. you're, you're educating them to be killers. Like, for example, like an infantryman. You know what's your marketable skill after you leave the military? Yeah what 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 did the government teach you that is going to make society a better place so a lot of those guys they come back and they, they don't feel useful in society so essentially we've tax paid the government to create a weapon that is strictly good at killing things and then oh when you w- yeah when you want to when you're done because you've seen enough or done enough or seen enough of your friends die or kill themselves. And there's very little support for that. I got to say in the military, it's a huge issue, especially um, in the U
2: S where they're like, their homelessness too. rates are ridiculous. It, it, and most of the homeless are fucking. Yeah. Like, and it's sickening
0: because you literally, you've taken such a young person that just had an interest in, you know, being a hero, defending their country and maybe killing, uh, you know, because it's an innocent... It's an innocent thing to think about. Like, well, what would that... Would that change me? Would that make me different? You know, and there's a lot of literature about that, especially out of the Vietnam War, because yeah. a lot of these guys went over there because... Oh, I want to be the badass. I want to serve my country, or whatever the reasons were. Totally lied to why, why they were there in the first place. Yep. Uh, killed people because there was no, you know, uniform combatant. And in my opinion, if you're fighting a war and there's no uniform combatant, stop fighting.
2: Yeah, you're well, fighting
0: people. You're well, not and f- the worst part
2: <laughs> is, is that the people who are saying go aren't the ones fighting. That's right. They're not even on the ground anymore. Right? Like we're, we're we've gone we've strained we've strone so far from. uh like the old school like lead your man into bo- lead yeah. your army into There's battle none of kind that. of thing none of that exists right yeah. like well, well, I mean, one of the things that i loved end, about maybe the, like, on that our movie, end, when you're talking
0: Troy. these 18-year-old kids to go into an area where you don't even know what your enemy looks like yeah you got to be pretty fucking <clears throat> charismatic and you know yeah. i'm not i'm not i'm not bashing what any of those people do i mean they're over there by pure happenstance in my opinion and yeah it was their choice to join the military but it's not your choice to be in a room with someone you have to kill yeah. you, you're there because the government wants you there because nowadays it's because they have shit that we want yeah you know it's either a control factor it's not these people <laughs> well, yeah, like if anyone are can explain to, why, the, yeah. why we're
2: in iran right now. Well, they're not
0: invading <laughs> like, us fuck. and and what happens well, like, when exactly. you exactly like then like uh, like i'm saying like we've made murder so easy now yeah like before it was but you not, know
2: not locally that's the crazy that's the 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 fucked up thing is that basically the government only wants to have. They want to be able to create the the exclusive license to kill, right? Mm. Which is either you're going to do it through our military, or you're going to do it through yeah. our policing agents, or in the states you're going to do it through exactly. our point appointed death panels. But that's why that's right? that's like, why I'm
0: kind of touching on the fact that we create these weapons. You know, we create these men that literally have to make life or death decisions. We teach them how to kill efficiently. Uh, you know, how to basically structure a battlefield of up to a hundred men. And how to be a self-sufficient weapon and, you know, make that decision before the enemy does be accurate with the weapon, whatever they're training them. It's 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 to be a weapon, you know, and, you know, you you get get these people coming back uh, to live in our society after the fact. There's little support for them. You know, a lot of them go to crime, but a lot of them also, because uh, the government's so fortunately, at least in Canada, they say, oh, hey, well, we gave you a pension because you were in the Canadian forces. Uh, so if you join any other federal, uh, federally regulated body, we'll continue that pension up to 35 years, 2% a year, 70% your best five years. So a lot of these guys, after being in combat situations, the only real federal job they can get is joining the RCMP. You yeah. know, I'm talking about the yeah. NCMs, your average, you know, daily worker kind of grunt, yeah. m- infantryman. And I hate to say it, but they love being called grunts. So, <laughs> hey, you know, you're going to call them grunts. Uh, sure. But, you know, it's it's not <laughs> the officers that are going in to join the RCMP after the fact. And yeah. you get these guys that are literally trained, like, react and kill. And then, oh, six months in depot, we're going to take that all out. Even yeah. all that PTSD, all that shit you saw. Oh, yeah. uh, By the way, we're also going to plant yeah, we're you in a give you a community and yeah, with, we're gonna, with mostly we're gonna,
2: First Nations people. Yeah, we're we're going to give you a
0: gun in a car. We're going to train you basically what you already know, how to kill, but tell you not to. Uh, and what's your instinct going to be? I mean, wow. there's a great use of That's, force graph. You know, that they give police and it's basically like officer presence is the biggest part of being a police officer. That's why they get you to wear that fucking clown uniform we were talking about. When you show up to a situation where illegal shit could be or is happening, uh, you're going to stop it just by being there, right? Which and is then,
2: also why they need to be walking their beats rather than patrolling in cars because a vehicle presence oh, is no, 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 no near no. the same no! But
0: they wouldn't make money from tickets. I know. If they were in their car, if they were you mean, on the You mean
2: being distracted while driving <laughs> yeah. and trying to catch you distracted
0: oh, driving? God. Fuck. they got a laptop a stupid, sitting right beside them.
2: You know, wow. like, it's, uh,
0: you know, honest policing, in my opinion, is community presence. Yeah. You know, it isn't yeah. ticketing. You know, like, if, you're, if your police force isn't making enough money and you have to rely on making tickets and quotas to make your books balance you're not paying your police force enough money to operate Well
2: that's part of like the tax on us right as a result of that, mm-hmm. that we're not paying enough for the, for what for them to actually investigate real shit yeah or, or we're not contributing enough so basically they want to take it indirectly from us in a different way Exactly And the worst part the worst part to me is that that's the only system that's fucking equity based where it's a fixed amount. What I love is fin- Finland-style, where they're like, yeah, it's oh, a it's percentage. based on means, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. because the wealthiest guy in Finland got a speeding ticket last grand. year? 166 yeah. grand. yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he had no problem paying it he was perfectly fine with it and now at school gets a new wing that's like, pretty dope and that's the beautiful that's, part that's, of it. that's cool but you know yeah. what like
0: who decides your means that's the other question right well yeah i mean but the government knows your your tax base regardless well right? yeah i mean but like if you're not paying taxes for well that's example. why you're
2: open to an audit right like uh-huh. we, and i think that auditing con- companies on a regular basis would be like as a as a just a strict means as defense for canadian taxpayers would be a benefit
0: yeah fair enough I I mean, no one likes getting audited, though. Oh, I mean, no. at the end of the day... I, <laughs> I think
2: individuals, it should take an arm and a leg for the CRA to uh, to audit an individual. Yeah. But businesses, it should be open on an annual basis oh, or absolutely. biannual or yeah. whatever. I mean, right?
0: you, you know, if you're a business and you're not investing in, you know, proper accounting, then you're, you're just failing yourself. It's yeah. like being uninsured, you know? It's just... Uh, yeah, you can operate that way.
2: Yeah, up to a point. Yeah. And then you're going to get caught. Exactly. And it always catches up. Exactly. You, right? Yeah. And that's the problem
0: No, it's... With it. uh, I don't get me started on the tax code. I think you and I could both agree. It just yeah. needs to be simplified. It's a, fucking you know, joke. it's yeah. uh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Especially if you go into business for yourself, then it, yeah. get, then it really gets confusing. Yeah. Mm. You
0: know, and, uh, you basically have the choice. You can employ an accountant and use part of your profits to, you know, pay for a service that the government already knows the answers to. You yeah. know how much you made And you know, all the banks report to the government. They can see every transaction you made unless it's cash. You know, in which case you're a black market business and that's where enforcement should step in. Yeah.
2: You but, know? That, but that's but, the funny thing is like I, I mentioned a couple of chats ago or I don't even know if I mentioned it on air, but like the the how the banks skirt uh, so much in tax, right? Like billi- yeah. billions of dollars annually. But the interesting thing is, is we could take that back indirectly by going, OK, banks, your new role is we're, we're not going to touch your taxes, but you owe us and mm-hmm. this is how you're going to pay, repay us. One of the first things you're going to do is you're going to be the ones who, for small business owners, you're going to do the reporting for them. That would be dope. Right. You're going to support small businesses in Canada. So they don't have to employ accountants. Right. The other thing is all accounts uh, with what? Under six figures. I don't know. Maybe under half a mil uh, has no fees. Right. The Mm -hmm. other thing is student loans, because we need educated people in this country they're, there's zero percent a, a profit of interest on that one we are going to make you hold on to that basically like the way television uh used to be designed and when news was actually beneficial to the yeah. public was um a rule of license in both canada and the u.s was if you wanted a license to uh, to, to have a television show you had uh or to have a television station rather you had to fund a news sta- a news portion yeah of it right and that just meant you had a lost leader Right. Mm-hmm. And that's and, and having a lost leader is a thing for a lot of businesses. Right. And sometimes it's a marketable thing. You attract people to you. With that, that lost leader, well, right? I think like, anybody that's like, in retail
0: understands. Uh, you know, lost leaders are important. Yeah, I mean, well, the
2: Ford Ranger got people into the trucks in Ford, yeah, right? Because the, they were the $5 selling it at Chickens five, at yeah.
0: Costco too. I mean, like yeah, it, things they don't how profit the on. Fuck,
2: do you make a chicken for five dollars? Ikea two hot dogs <laughs> for a <laughs> buck <laughs> fifty with you a know? drink. That's I don't crazy. even know what a lingonberry is, but I Hold know on. that they have so many it's, of them. It's I had unlimited juice.
1: Oh, doggy, doggy's got to do some doggy stuff. Oh. That's okay. We like doggies here. Yes, we do. Awkward pause.
2: Yeah. Fuck, I'm still getting Amvic emails. I haven't been, I guess I <laughs> probably because I never went and updated my status cuz I'm just like, uh, you guys deal with it.
1: Yeah, I haven't uh I I haven't renewed in a couple of years. I haven't. I stopped getting emails. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, hope, I, I'm I, hoping I, the
2: emails I, just stop soon. I was like, I don't want to ma- do any positive action to stop them, but I, I just hope they stop soon.
1: Yeah, I never really got... Uh, I might have had one or two. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah. it wasn't like I was getting hammered, but...
2: I get one every <laughs> two weeks. I'm like, what the fuck? There's like seasonal updates on your Amvic license. And I was like, I am Wow, not, I don't even... I'm not even in this industry anymore. <laughs> oh, Amvic still e- emails you? all the time. I, <laughs> I'm like, I haven't sold a
0: car since you December know, of 19. I, I, I'm so oh, happy. Shit. I dropped huh. into this conversation <laughs> right at this point. Uh, you know, like Amvick, it, like it's, <laughs> it's one of these industries, like low hanging fruit, like oh, yeah. the CRA, like, oh my God, every car that gets sold in Alberta, $6 and 25 cents they're making. Yeah.
1: Now, what do they do for the people not really much.
2: Well, that's the funny thing is like for a regulatory agency to exist and actually do something, they yeah. have to fucking, they actually have to take a meaningful amount of money so they can employ a meaningful amount of people to do the real job. But like, that's kind of like ties into the CRA shit, right? Like the is, fact that there's amb- not enough of them to ch- to go after banks is a joke. Yeah. It's so fucked. Like well, how what, is a, our government not more powerful to, than the banks that are regulated a few, them.
0: Uh, a few years ago in Edmonton here, there was a whole... Um, well, the criminal theft that occurred, uh, essentially there's a dealership in South Edmonton. I'm not going to say who they are cause I, I occasionally contract for them. <laughs> uh, but, um, essentially what they were doing is they were selling their vehicles to these dirt lots. They were essentially stealing them from the manufacturer, not paying the manufacturer for them and then giving them to these dirt lots. Right. Ooh. And the only reason why that happened is because there was such an overstock of inventory uh, that uh, they, they couldn't sell all the vehicles. So they had all these extra trucks and cars. And uh, there was a whole like 200 cases, I think, of people that actually bought these stolen vehicles uh, from these dirt lots. Like, uh, I, I can say who they are, uh, Crossline Auto Group. They uh, they had, uh, you know, Crossline, uh, Auto City, all those like, you know, dirt oh, lots. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They all closed because they were buying these stolen vehicles from this dealership. And, uh, essentially what happened is, you know, Chrysler went, audited this store and said, where the fuck are these 200 trucks? And they were like, um, they actually, I I think they moved a whole bunch of trucks from one lot to another and it was just so full of ice. The first time they did an audit, they were like, oh, they're just over there. And the auditor went out and said, okay, it looks like 200 trucks. So it basically (laughs) continued on for another year. And then when Chrysler came back, you know, they still couldn't find these these vehicles right yeah. They're like, okay we need to actually you know find these and they were, they were gone right but the guy that had done it thought he got thought he got away with it the first audit right yeah. so he kept doing it and, oh god uh, essentially um chrysler said well this store is gonna owe us for you know all these vehicles this guy was greasing this gm like probably 20k a month at yeah. least you know and uh it just kind of ended up uh 200 people had vehicles that were stolen and had to get seized. Um, no so, shit. Yeah, like... Uh, so did they get any, like, uh, like compensation for that or... Well, the uh, cross-line groups and receiverships. ships. So I don't know what's going on and with that. And, of course,
1: banks are going to have privacy on that. going to take probably 12 years probably the first ones to in oh, order God.
0: for any, any money to come out of that. But, yeah, Chrysler basically still owned all these trucks because they didn't get paid for them. Uh, so, yeah, The they interesting were, they were thing stolen.
2: is so that there's a there's an interesting thing in terms of how cars get registered in Alberta and how how uh, property in general gets registered in Alberta because you guys use an older system and in BC they actually use a more up to date system called the Torin system mm-hmm. and basically every time so it's just to help the claim move faster through the system Fair and enough. it's actually really nice it's why real estate moves so fast in yeah. BC because it uh, the basically the rule of thumb in alberta is um is a rule of proof right so who has the deed to x right and yeah. whoever had the original deed to it which in this case would be chrysler would be able to make that claim and say okay well it changed hands illegally throughout the part yeah um so so therefore repossess it in bc the way it would actually happen is um as long as the person who bought it bought it without any knowledge of any crime taking place, they bought it legitimately, it was registered legitimately, then they uh, registered, their their ownership would be legitimate of the product, and the compensation would have to be in a different form to those people. So rather than yeah, fucking yeah, over see, the end good. consumer, yeah. you're fucking over the middleman who screwed up the... the which is how it should properly, be. ...who didn't properly, which is how it should be. Yeah. yeah. But that's not how Alberta runs. No. And that's, that's actually not how most provinces run. BC's got one of the more up-to-date systems, but hey. that's why land title is so easy to sell there and it's also why used cars are so much more uh, reliable in bc yeah. because they have to go through <laughs> legitimate registrations every yep. single time like Absolutely. there's a lot of problems with like a monopoly in insurance but I icbc um until they got fucked by the liberals a few years back yep uh were arguably hands down better in every single capacity i was paying 95 a month for insurance on my car and like it it you get absolutely everything full coverage mm. and, and uh, yeah. yeah i
0: gotta say you know um the, the one thing i do like about being in alberta and just being able to pick my own insurance is just being able to tell beer crass fuck you but you, you
2: know, know what from a sales standpoint it <laughs> so many sales man how many fucking douchebags that one red leather jacket fucking kept wanting to float oh i'm so cool and pimp you're like you're 21 and broke as shit oh god yeah but but he, he, his insurance was 7K a year. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, man, Holy that shit. fucked my yeah. sale. Because in BC, well, now it can because of the fucking, uh, the, the recent screw arounds and how they have it. They, yeah. They had guess, to change it all.
0: Yeah. I guess like what I'm trying to say is just
2: like, being able like once you get a
0: few good years of insurance history yeah. and your insurance company will always try to fuck you tries to fuck you and you notice like i i shot my insurance every time i uh, every every renewal yeah i i reach out to at least two or three different insurance companies and i always go for the cheapest one yeah. i don't care how long i've been with a company the fact of the matter is if they're able to do it cheaper and i get the same coverages that's the other important thing always look at your coverages uh, and frankly if you can afford all perils do it yeah, you know, it's just that extra "what if" factor. Like, it's it don't don't minimally insure your vehicle if you can afford to properly insure it. You know, it's only going to protect you. But at the end of the day, uh, <laughs> I was with Intact for probably nine years, and uh, when I got this house, uh, you know, I shot my insurance again because I wanted to bundle. You know, yeah. my house and my cars. And uh, at that point, uh, my wife had a car, I had a car, and uh, the house. Intact came back it was like 6000 bucks yeah for the whole year and i was like holy fuck it went up yeah. Right. And they said, Well, yeah, you know, uh unfortunately climate change has resulted in more accidents and our pizza yep, delivery yep, guy yep, uh says that there's more accidents and yep. you know, this year there's just more I'm our like, hey, guy. you know, that's uh that's fine. You're gonna reference the pizza guy and climate change yeah. to an Alberta businessman. Like, you're fucking retarded, right? Yeah. Like I was so mad. That sounds like uh, So uh, I went I I, I got a hold of a few other companies. T D literally I sponsor me if you want to, guys. I'll be your biggest advocate. You uh, Twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah. More coverage. More coverage yeah. on my house and shit. Right. So I was like, no brainer.
2: But that's the funny. Right? So I actually had insurance. So like as yeah, well. that's why
0: I was saying like you can call these people back and be like fuck you. Whereas like SGI and you know ICBC, you know they just they can fuck you and you can't get insurance anywhere else. You know it's like yeah. you just kind of you can't call them and say fuck you. And that's the only that's the only time I love dealing with insurance is when you can get a better quote
1: and tell the other guys fuck off because how, yeah. how, how many how many times did that end up in you renewing with the same company uh, TD. Well, no, just like that situation, if you're looking like every year yeah. for the best price, how often is it end up in a renewal with the same company? Uh, TD, it's
0: been consistent uh, since I switched. Yeah. So it's been about three years with them now. But yeah, I'm shopping every year.
2: See, I always just, I, I wish it was more of a consumer-based model where like if I go to Superstore and I have a fucking flyer that says Safeway is selling this at four bucks. Yeah. Just fucking sell it to me for four bucks. Don't make me drive there, you cunt. No. Like I want to buy from you. Like yeah, but, that's why and these that's
0: online what, insurance companies are raping right now. But, that, but that's what but pisses they offer me off. Less coverage because you're not going to read through
2: all that shit. Well, that, but that's what, what I mean. It's like double edged sword. I would love to have that fucking that consumer based model for vehicles in general. Right? Like mm-hmm. the like the reason why predatory sales exists is because they have to in the current model. The model right now demands it. Right? Like it. Dem- oh yeah, I was going
1: to tell you. Pull that closer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,
2: also, also the model loves it.
1: Well, you know, yeah, that's fin- the thing.
2: Like fan- financially speaking, for mm-hmm. sure. Like because it's it it's a way of taxing the uneducated. That's exactly what it is, right? And yeah. and it's the exact same thing if you look at like micro systems through like video games, which is like the most popular form of, oh, of making money, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah. When you look through that. We should get uh, some
0: microtransactions in these podcasts. Oh, yeah. Know? I don't know. Thanks for the super mainstream. chat,
2: guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Listen to that extra five minutes. At the we end have of the a podcast. vibrator I'm Ooh. Tristan's ass. Yeah. <laughs> One gold. <to>, guess what? <laughs>
0: He's going to be in paradise. There we go.
3: Oh, Jesus.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Whoa, geez. laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, Just set it up. Let's do it. Tristan doesn't like it. No, yeah. no, no, no! It doesn't have to be trusted. Adam seemed more into it. Like, yeah, that's fair. Hey, like that. that.
1: <laughs> and I'll try anything twice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Like these microtransactions have almost ruined gamer culture.
2: Like, well, it's, but but the funny thing is, is like it's if you totally look at the predatory. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you look at the statistical model of it, it the goal is to just rape. One percent of the pub players, yeah. right? Because like ninety-eight percent of people don't pay for the pay, like, uh, pay in excess. Like you yeah. get, you get maybe five percent of actual gamers, five to ten percent that are actually contributing financially towards a game. Like Pokemon yeah. Go is a, uh, like as one of those like global video games. Yeah, it, it's like almost everybody that plays it plays for free. Well, Battlefront too, when it came out,
0: it was a huge fucking issue because the EA released it. Yeah, and they had all these microtransactions, and a guy broke. It down, he said, you'd have to spend about like fifteen grand U.S. in order to get everything unlocked, or play uh, the equivalent of twenty-two thousand hours in order to unlock all this content. Right? So uh, when when everybody started seeing that, it's like, well, you know, I paid fucking sixty to eighty dollars for this game,
2: yeah, and, and I don't even get all the it.
0: content. It just yeah. drives me mental. Yeah, like, no, that's that's always the question thing. of what are you paying now, for? Game designers, it's one thing when you release an amazing game and then you do extras yeah like oblivion that was probably the best example of that. Amazing fucking game. Oh, you want more Oblivion? Boom, expansion pack. But you got to pay for it. And I'm fine. I'm, I'm happy to pay for that. Yeah, because they actually gave
2: you something initially. Don't
0: charge me $80 for the game well, and have like this sick-ass armor club. thrown in my face every 20 minutes. And it's like, hey, you want this new sick purple armor? It's 20 bucks, bitch. And it's like, what? what? I paid $80, you cunts.
2: Well, like... yeah. Well, that's the, that's that's exactly... The, I always hated that. That was like... I could never stand to go to a place with a cover charge because it was exactly that i'd go in there and then it was like twenty dollar cover charge and then oh, ten, so $10 dollars for you don't, for your you don't first go to the strippers yeah it's never <laughs> <laughs> when i did there was a camera so I mean, if you're paying a cover charge in cameras you got duped yeah but uh but yeah no it was it, it's to me i find it's like it's offensive just to have to fucking pay for that that initial game. I'm like, no, like it, give me something for my money. Yeah. Especially when we see how much you can get for your money. Like Grand Theft Auto is such a great example right. of like, tell me about the most amazing fucking map. I paid 70 Classic. bucks for it and I've been playing Classic. Grand Theft Auto 5 for fucking years. Grand Theft Auto 4
0: too, Vice oh, City yeah. even. Vice I mean, it, oh, the music they, in Vice City, really I have
2: it downloaded. I <laughs> love it. It's amazing. A little bit of Hall notes. Oh <laughs> man. What you want? You got
3: it <laughs> might be
0: Fucking, <high. laughs> <laughs> okay, then you're just like driving down hitting fucking hookers, man. That's the best game ever. Uh. Speaking, speaking of
2: just wanting a license to kill.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, going back to that, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> that's but no, what got like, it out for me. I didn't have to go across the fucking country to kill somebody. To oh, but it, then you get into traffic and you're like, where the
2: fuck is my rocket launcher? <laughs> like driving to work. Oh, I'm like, 100%. I need a grenade to drop behind me for this tailgating yeah, motherfucker. Absolutely. Hold it for three seconds. One, two, three, <laughs> drop it. Boom. What, what I don't understand,
0: and it's, it's that, it's that, I, I got to say, it's that white privilege card. You get that fucking it's it's always some old bitch in the fucking G Wagon or the G series or the oh, GL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're tailgating you and they're yep. flipping mm. you off and they honk the horn if you're at the light for half a second yep. after it turns green and you're driving a fucking like 03 Corolla. I'm like, "Go ahead, bitch. <laughs> Write this thing off. See if I give a fuck. I'll kill you with this <laughs> motherfucker." I don't oh, man. care. Yeah. And like, literally it's just like it's, it, that 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 that's one of the things I just can't stand. And usually it's 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 that it's that GL Mercedes, the fucking oh, useless yeah. SUV. It's always those like luxury SUVs. Oh, of course. You know, like the Porsche uh whatever oh, the fuck it's ki- called. The, 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 the Cayenne, Cayenne. Yeah. cayenne. Yeah. Yeah. Pepper. yeah, and then uh you know the, uh, the the BMW the X series. Oh, the <laughs> yeah everybody that owns one of those you're a fucking idiot for one uh, and
2: if you bought it secondhand oh my good god luck. are you dumb yeah uh, good that luck. is a good timing luck. chain that will snap faster than any fucking timing well, belt on not just that
0: like anything on it even the fucking plastic that covers the engine yeah it comes from germany and you go to it, it, there's no oem shit uh, sorry there's no aftermarket shit for that stuff you know unless you buy like really well made you know aftermarket sports performance shit yeah you got to go to the manufacturer and you as soon as you step in especially with the used BMW to the dealership there. Oh, good luck. Oh, yeah. You know, like, it's one thing if you're leasing it and you're a banker and you're like, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> the next year I'll get to the M series eight model. Yeah. And, you know, it, great. You know, you didn't own the thing in the first place. It's the dealership's problem afterwards. But when you buy them used their parts are retardedly expensive.
1: Yeah, everything about like, them is
0: expensive. It's, uh, and, like, I, I'm using the word retarded because it is retarded. Like, yeah. I, I'm not trying to disparage the, the mentally able... The Black Eyed able. Peas
2: had a song about it. Yeah,
1: I know Justin
2: Timberlake's not in everybody's good books right now, yeah. but the rest of them, I mean, they, they're, they're I, still I pretty... did hear
1: a little bit about that. What was, what was going on there? Well, he was on uh, SNL and... Uh...
2: Well, he was like, disparaging Britney Spears when she's been in this conservatorship thing, which is <laughs> oh, a oh, whole fucking legal crazy thing where that's her dad whole basically animal. owns all her rights but it's you crazy. know what she let it happen but well, she didn't have a, a choice because she got involuntarily committed after uh like a breakdown and, yeah. it, and and basically there's there's theories surrounding the the possibility of maybe she was postpartum which you know that's Hmm. That sucks for women, yeah. and and so I think that's perfectly reasonable to have a break Don't in. understand that it's shit. something we yeah. just will never will and a never lot of understand. the laws
0: too. Like they're not really written for women. No, of course and, not. Like even diagnoses <laughs> are even written for men. <laughs> yeah, right? like, like it's it's it, like we never really address that. Yeah, well, you know? yeah, no,
2: like I, uh, the entire the entirety of like like diagnosis. being a left-handed
0: m- woman about uh, being a left-handed woman must just be the worst thing. Oh yeah, nothing you know, is designed know, like, for you. Nothing,
2: nothing. Like
0: crash crash tests, they're all made with male manic. Yeah, and nothing's built to fucking save you in an accident. Like, oh, you have another 30 pounds on your chest that society loves you for. Well, guess what? If you get into an accident, we didn't fucking account for that shit.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, they're left out in the cold on everything, right?
0: It's like... Oh, it, it being a left-handed woman, I got to say. Like, if, if you're a left-handed woman and you're listening to this podcast, thank you, thank <laughs> yeah, you, we, and we appreciate. We're, we're sorry. sorry,
2: nothing was designed for you. Yeah. And we're, we're t- we'll try our best to make things easier. for Maybe you Maybe that'll going be forward. some of the microtransactions. You know, this yeah. is. Oh, a,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we we'll got
2: the play button to our sound bites <laughs> on <laughs> closer to the left side of the screen. Just
0: make it ambidextrous, or like, yeah. you know, clap like a seal. Like, boom! Everyone could
1: <laughs> do that, right? We're
0: Bringing like, back the clapper fuck now. Yeah, man. See, there we go. Now we got some merch that was a great invention that was just completely made in mockery of and just unfortunately didn't become part of society because like, literally, I would love it if, if like, <laughs> you could just honestly walk into somewhere and be like, and the lights turn on, right? Well, you
2: know what? I bet there's, there's gotta be a way to go, hey, Alexa, become the clapper. There's gotta be a way. Because, oh, yeah. Because the, bitch
0: is listening. They're, they're gonna, it, she's probably listening now. It's, oh, it's yeah. probably the program's now. It's, now. Done. Well, now mean, it's done. Now it's done. We're not gonna make any money off because you said something, Tristan. God Damn God it. Too quick with them out there. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) we have to have these meetings in secret she hears all yeah Yeah. oh man those things are creepy as fuck buddy like literally it's uh you
1: you, you see those (laughs) smart homes like you tell it to do everything
0: like our parents generation it was oh the big government's gonna spy on you (laughs) yeah Uh be afraid of big government and then like you literally openly put a fucking listening device in your house have you ever have you ever read so
2: convenient (laughs) have you ever ever read the read the i know this is a stupid question to ask anybody but like have you ever read the read the uh terms of use like the terms of use agreement that you signed for siri uh, oh, fuck. Please get into that. Oh, oh man. Okay. I, I want to hear think this. the world yet. needs to
0: know about this
2: shit. <laughs> okay, so when, when you say, hey, Siri, or hey, Alexa, so basically in the terms of use, the craziest shit is uh, there, there's a part of the agreement is that you agree to allow it to start recording three seconds prior to you saying, hey, Alexa, or hey, Siri. But that's ambiguous. No, three seconds before you said it. Yeah. Ha- just let that sink in because the the, if it it has to it starts recording three seconds before you trigger it it's It's always always recording recording. that is what's happening and it's just
1: on a loop kind of like now, those. technically,
2: it's like what, what they what they'll say in their defense is that it gets cycled to a, like it, it gets locked into a different saved file or some of some but fashion it's there. where but it's still being received, yeah. right? Yeah. Like they're still listening the entire time. And what's fucking hilarious is there's these insurance companies
0: now that are like, if you let us track every movement you make in your vehicle, we'll give you a better premium if you're a safe driver. Yeah,
1: my brother right? had that in his car. That Why little plug thing.
0: In the fuck, would you want your insurance company to have any more
2: information? <laughs> but here's the kicker: if if Pokemon, like no no no, but like but but, but if, if Pokemon Go had in its terms of use that it shares your fucking location data with your insurance provider, oh. you would have fucking just done it anyways, and you'll have the location data on everywhere you're going, and it calculates your speed. So oh, that's there you go. and same with Google. Google can pull your speed. Like now, that's the crazy shit is you have your speed next yeah. to the speed limit next to it, right? Yeah. Basically, like all of those uh, those projection dash cams that you get on cars, yeah. Google Maps does it for you where it says, Hey, we've read what speed <clears throat> limit is here, mm-hmm. so we'll put that next to the speed you're actually going. But if you've never read the terms of use, they could be sending that to your insurance providers. And because insurance providers, if they they can discriminate against you because discriminatory laws are all defensive and you have to then go prove that they did it. So they could discriminate against you based huh. off of your driving laws and you would have no way of knowing that they did it. Wow. yeah, Wow. So that's, like the, that's
1: legal. All legal. Yeah,
2: wow. yeah Well, that's why when you hear these Holy these shit. fuck stains like the, that asshole who raised the price of that diabetic medication, I think it was oh, diabetic, yeah, diabetic yeah, yeah, like yeah, like eleven yeah. 1, hundred times. Oh, like the, no. but when he went to Congress, <laughs> what what did he say? Right, we broke no laws. Fucking yeah. talk about a low bar. Yeah. right? talk about a low fucking pal. bar. Yeah, you yeah he was no sitting
1: laws. there with a smirk on well, his face didn't and everything. Do like. Illegal. Yeah,
2: like, uh, it's like that's the the worst defense ever. That's yeah. just like pandering to the b- lowest common denominator. Yeah, like, yeah, like, we did the least amount. Put
0: those guys in the rooms <laughs> of the pedophiles that get like 16 year olds to sign marriage contracts. Yes, yeah. You know, it's like, I didn't break any laws. It's like, uh, uh, motherfucker, like... <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I guess, but
0: uh, that's not
1: really what we made that for, man. Yeah,
0: you know, that's... It's, it's shit like that that I'm like, sometimes capital punishment. Yep. You know, sometimes... You know, you think about it and you're like that's that's why that's that's why i'm saying like to tie it back to the murder thing like <laughs> it's so easy to get someone's hot buttons going and say yeah cut those guys nuts off kill them shoot them fuck <laughs> them right
3: i and think
2: part like, of it is
1: like ugh. Like I, I,
2: oh man, I'm so torn on the death penalty because it's one that, like,
1: I, I agree I, with. I, I, in, I, 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 I will. I will stand. I'll say that. I'll, the way I'm our legal system, okay. the way
0: our legal system is set up, I'm against it. Yeah, me too. It And that's
1: and that's kind of my
0: so point. So much an inconceivable amount of money. Well, it's um, d- and like you might as well just put them away for
2: life. And but no, uh, that's that's but, actually significantly more expensive. But if is it though? I mean, yeah, because I,
0: if you put someone on death row and they contest and contest and contest, essentially they're still in prison for life but you have to pay a judge and a lawyer and a yep. publicly funded you know jury and you know pizza whatever but it depends on how many years like, you know? have
2: is like your bare mi- like your base minimum before you before you you turn them off right right because like let's say you get a twenty-five year sentence in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. it like, will be twenty. Let's say we'll, we'll put it at twenty years as your maximum. Yeah. So you get a twenty-year, twenty-year sentence. You have to serve sixty percent of that, so that's twelve years, right? Yeah. So twelve years, if you're in federal prison, which you, you're likely are for for twenty-year sentence, yeah. You're, that's one hundred and thirty-five grand a year, yeah. Right. Well, b- between one hundred and twenty-five and one hundred and thirty-five grand a year yeah. of taxpayer money putting you in there, right? Yeah. So we're talking, uh several million like roughly two million Mm dollars right there now yeah the legal cases cost way more than that Mm -hmm. but to me kind of like we have to look at that from a business standpoint when it comes to our tax expenditure and we have to go is it better to raise the price or is it better to decrease the cost and i would rather decrease the cost of going to court by regulating the legal industry then I would raise the price of prisons, or potentially raise raise uh, the risk to society by letting these people out. Mm-hmm. That um, by not doing that, I well, think that a lot of
0: people that go to jail aren't fucking violent criminals either.
2: Yeah. Well, and know? that's another thing is you're not actually protecting people. You know, exactly. I do think that, but I don't. I also don't think jails only needs to be for violent. I think that we have to we have to kind of agree on what harm is because financial crimes have to also come like you have to protect people from those people yeah. but you also then have to acknowledge that if i'm letting like the worst offender let's let i mean i i don't think we need to use a name but let's let like the the worst offender in terms of a financial crime let's find out like let's say we we put a name on the guy who's been yeah. bilking all these old people out through the phone scams in canada sure. right the cra scam yeah um i think that there's two sides to it, because he's not violent, so he's not an actual physical threat to society, right? Mm-hmm. So th- in, in that camp, he should be let out, and we should monitor his activity. But then what does that okay. look like, right? Because how does he participate? I think you have so to So then no-access no as... no technology is, how, is basically as heavy-handed as you need to be yeah. to protect society, wow. but no-access to that technology means that he can't take care of himself, so taxpayers are paying for him now that way. Mm-hmm. So basically taxpayers are covering his ass one way or the other. Yeah. So my opinion in certain instances like picked in or, Oh man, I can't, I'd love to, I, I wish I had the name of the guy. There was a fucking serial killer who had cancer in Quebec and we were paying his fucking chemotherapy and he was serving what? life. Like he was he had no chance of parole. And I was just like, why, what are we doing at this point? Like, well,
0: huh. it's, it's It's part of that that whole you can't subject people to cruel and unusual punishment. yeah and and, and i think vaguely that, that was written well okay. but i think that
2: the weird part is is that what has been and has not been included under cruel and unusual yeah. because you get weird seclusion especially women in women's prisons mm. oh my god women get the fucking short end of the stick in almost every aspect because Again, yeah. because a woman who gets victimized in in a prison can be kept apart for her own safety Right. Not just the most most male prisons, they don't care about the safety of the individual. They care about uh, protecting, uh, like basically keeping the violent people locked mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Right. Enough. And the women's cell uh, uh, prisons, they tend to go the opposite direction mm-hmm. and protect the more vulnerable ones. But what you're doing is you're basically taking someone who's vulnerable, probably both physically and psychologically, and you're locking them in a the cage with zero access to the outside world because you put them in in confinement. Yeah. And a lot of the time in these confinements, too, it's 24 hour lit oh jesus so like you you go fucking insane yeah right so like you're in a 10 by 10 cell with lights on 24 7 sometimes you get two hours off but like that but but so the the cruel and unusual side of it is is felt on different levels right and then you got to also imagine like there's a there there's interesting ones like um there, there was a guy named Maurice, his last name is Maurice, and he uh, he sued the federal government because when he went to jail, he was a Hare Krishna, so he was vegetarian. Always been a vegetarian his whole life, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and um, because of that, he had a right under the charter to a- access vegetarian meals. But during his prison stay, he renounced his religion and they pulled back vegetarian meals. Never ate meat in his life, and now he's being forced to and told to he had to into sue on two different levels and get through to the appellate judge at the federal level in order to actually get that right so like there there's levels of oppression and cruel and unusual punishment and like that's cruel and unusual that someone who's never eaten something like to just be forced to eat something like if we were forced we're both dog lovers if we if we're put in 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 prison and we're forced to only eat dog like there's an ideological suffering that you're just crushing their soul their person yes yeah absolutely and it's just a level of oppression that's just not right yeah. So, like to me, that that's a, another version of that cruel and unusual that just goes untouched, right? Yeah. Because we define it almost along military lines. We go mm. cruel unusual in terms of tactics we would use against a military uh, a military prisoner. Yeah, fair enough. Right, and they go more psychological than that, and they and they withhold more. Well, that's
0: that's just one of those things that you can't really account for while it's happening. Too, yeah, right. Like it's it's very hard to justify and actually have. You know, tangible evidence towards psychological torture. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of the times it won't really manifest itself as a problem until years and years later. Right. Like it's it's like look at any rape case. I mean, obviously getting raped, there's the immediate action, but it's all the psychological things that happen after that. Yeah. Especially if you try to fight it. Right. Like if you you
2: try to to bring those cases forward and you get you get shut down or suppressed through the the system that's put in place of, mm -hmm. of basically taking the the innocent until proven guilty and basically putting crimes that have very difficult burden of proof to to establish and putting them on the same level as ones that are very easy to establish it it undermines the whole process so then you've got women then not wanting to come forward which then enables rapists on the other side and then it becomes a perpetuating thing right like there's there's a full like athlete-based rape culture and as like as an athlete that's that's Stupidly offensive because I find like the idea of teamwork and building I, I, each other. I'm up not an part. athlete, uh, so if you could, well, like well, what's the well, there, there, like y- there's a lot of like winning ideals that are are held up in the same esteem of like having sex. So like when you're Fair. when you're younger, there's a lot of competition for that, and so because there's a lot of blurred lines in terms of yeses and nos and there's a lot of privilege established with. A lot of a lot of the wealthy athletes, which are most athletes nowadays, right? Unless you're like in Canada, at least I can say that where when I say athlete, I'm talking hockey player and that's an expensive sport. I'm not talking soccer where you can play bare feet, right? Like most of the athletes are are privileged in a lot of ways. And the ones who aren't but are also still playing the sport, their parents are now see that as an investment. Yeah. So there's there's outside pressure as well. So that. What the end result is, uh, basically this bubble where these guys become untouchable from peer, like from different uh, influences within and outside of their community, Fair and enough. so like you can look at. There's this great book called The Boys, and oh uh, well, fucking, I mean it's mentally disturbing, but it's a it's a. Was uh, well, that the one where there's the story about the shower curtain?
0: And uh, like they get like this guy to fuck this chick through a shower curtain, and then they open it up and it's his sister or some shit. No, okay, that uh, was, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that is an intro. Book. That's yeah, well, yeah, yeah I've never no, heard of was, that. It was like that hazing in the sports col- culture. And you just how they get we that. It, it, it does that. play on that. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is
2: a small town baseball team that uh, basically they all gang raped a handicapped girl in a basement. Oh and, my God. with a baseball bat. Wow. Yeah. So and they all got away with it. Every yeah. one of them. Um because the town protected them. Huh. Yeah. No. So yeah. so that okay. that's that's kind of but that that culture of protecting them is is embodied in a lot of in a lot of sports, yeah, right? Fair so enough. you you protect your teammate and it's also the same culture because I think when we talked about police coming largely from military, the yeah. other feeding tube is sports i was just gonna it say is that semi-professional athletes yep right that is the two people the two groups that get fed in there are yep. people who can think that they can do anything they've been told their entire lives they're above society and now they have a system in place in which they actually don't have to pay the real consequences of their actions yeah right and so it's it's the Shit. worst kind <laughs> of cycle yeah i know so, that's, that's yeah, a really that's,
0: good point you know it's uh that's, that's, yeah, no, like uh, the other, the other side of that, uh, that law enforcement thing, you know, yeah. that's, that's totally correct. You know, like, uh, y- you get, uh, <laughs> you know, train killers on one end, um, and you know, a teammate to the dire end on the other side, you know, yeah. and it's just like, well, what can we get away with? Yeah, you know uh, when when, when s- people work together, you know it's it's usually a good thing. But
2: but then you've got that that idea yeah. they both both the military and pro- professional sports mm-hmm. uh, encourage the idea of protect your teammate over all else. Exactly. Right? like I, uh, I'm a hockey fan. Everybody in the hockey world knows Matthew Kachuk is a piece of shit, right? Mm-hmm. But Lucic will defend him because he's a teammate, right? That's just part of his role. He has to. He's wearing the same jersey. But if he was playing for for Boston still, or if he was on the Oilers or on another mm-hmm. team he would murk that guy yeah he, he was straight up he fucking hate him right and that's that's the idea of you love the pest on your team you hate them on the other team yeah. but but the idea of forming a team in a in a in a culture where their goal is to be the shield their job is to protect yeah protect and serve yeah not not offend and repress and yeah. that's what they really end up becoming right is yeah. these uh, these oppressors well yeah and, and you're seeing it more and more yeah, well, and, and, yeah, exactly. It's not it's not getting better, it's getting worse. And it's because, again, that that your team versus my team, that left versus right that we're trying to battle, battle against is mm-hmm. just getting louder and louder, right? It's harder and harder for two people to sit at a table right now and have conversations like this. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, the, there was that really
0: cool article that uh, I think CBC did uh, where basically uh, QAnon's tearing apart families down in the States. Yep. Because you're getting these, um, you know, 50 year old with dinosaur opinions going on Facebook in the pandemic. Now they've got nothing but time. They're not working. They're going on these QAnon sites and that guided apathenia we were talking yeah. about. Yeah. Right? I was thinking it leads about them to that. make That's these like... fucking huge jumps in logic yeah. to, you know, and then, you know, the, 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 their daughter or son comes home from school, which is largely, I got to say, a lot of teachers are left wing. Yeah. You know, I agree. Y- yeah, and th- there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's it's just t- kind of how society's set up. And you know, they come home after a formal education with facts. Yeah. And then have Sometimes. to be Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but if education's done properly. Yeah. yeah. You know, formal education with facts. Here's yeah. history, here's what happened. Here's science, these are, you know, logical answers. Beautiful. And then you come home and your parents are you know, oh, there's a new Q drop today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they said uh, Hunter Biden's laptop was <laughs> found by Giuliani, and there's, like, <clears throat> cocaine in it still. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Why. Like, it's like... <laughs> yeah, that's oh, cool, buddy. Like, I, I, I've never really read a Q drop, so I, 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 I don't really know. Yeah, but, I've never... But, like, just based on what I hear, it's just... It must be some fucking lightning in a bottle you know because like you've really taken that whole side of america that just used to be the oh you nascar's for you you know like and now it's just like
2: (laughs) holy shit um you believe what (laughs) oh yeah well those are the people who are wrestling alligators and and we were like hey let's give them technology but like you know Going around in
1: fucking oval for three I hours. Just, no, woo!
2: but it's more I than that. laugh better than you. Yeah, you got to get
1: behind the other guy. You know, reduce wind drag. I gotta make say Talladega Nights,
2: though one of the best movies of all time. Oh, so good. Yeah, my
1: pubes are on
2: fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ricky Bobby, one of the greatest characters ever made. Don't let uh, the invisible
1: fire kill my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah,
2: I mean, it's it's uh yeah. I, f- I find that it's it's kind of funny that these these QAnon people they've been able to kind of just uh, they I think what it is is that there's always been these secret societies right yeah uh, and sure. and I think that that's always been an interactive thing because everybody always has wanted to be a part of something secret well, I think yeah. that that's just part of something that's cool right yeah and so. They played off of that. I'm part they of put the it spy into club. a club. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, the, but they, but they've had there. There used to be like Sherlock style clubs where they would have you know yeah. these uh, and, and there's and and math mathematicians are known for this. Um, people who do who design like complex algorithms are known for this. Where they'll where they'll put like a test out to see if they can find someone of like mind to like play with play the puzzle. So what they're doing is basically they just dumb down the puzzle to the point where only fucking morons can play. Nice and. <laughs> That's the problem. Is that there's a lot of morons who really like playing this puzzle. Yeah, and if we start taking their puzzle away, they're going to get very, very angry. Well, (laughs) is it is it really a puzzle though? I mean, like we've discussed that it's not. It's a a manufactured
0: puzzle, right? Like it's (laughs) not an actual one. Yeah, you're not actually uncovering pieces, and
2: there's numbers on each one. So it's like, ah, this is number two. But they made it seem like you're (laughs) solving a mathematical equation, right? That's really what it is. But but that's that's really the funny thing about it is they the people that they've they've pandered to are so stupid they can't tell the difference right well or so in, engulfed in their own but bullshit how how, how,
0: do, how do you move on from that you know like how does like it's it's a, like america's the laughing stock of the planet right now i gotta say like yep. you know it's just because you had your parliament building or capitals overthrown by a bunch of People that believe things that didn't happen to happen, and then they posted you know? it and, on yeah. social media. And exactly, and got arrested. Like you have all these people that are like, "Hang Mike Pence!" Literally,
1: fucking hang. Do
0: Mike you Pence. do you not see that that's an illegal thing to say? Yeah, to hang somebody in a public sphere, you know, like that's 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 uttering threats. Like that's, it, that's a threat.
1: These yeah. people,
2: like, they either need an education and how laws work. But they also don't care, right? But because, exactly. again, they've been in this bubble where they've been above the law forever. These people have been in a protected class of society where they weren't really scrutinized for that long. Under Trump rule, they weren't, right? They were allowed to come out and it was cool to be KKK, right? Like a guy Which who calls so himself sad. a yeah, fucking... Yeah, how
1: the hell did that happen?
2: Yeah. Which is God. so sad. You they know? call like, themselves a, like a grand wizard, like, yeah, how, how do you take yourself seriously as that's your title well that's the silliest title i've ever heard for yeah. like a straight up racist piece <laughs> of shit oh i'm a grand wizard <laughs> 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 sure you are <laughs> go play I, with your dark magic in the corner <laughs> sweetheart whatever you want man like yeah yeah uh, it's just the most uh, absurd belief systems but the, but that's i think that the funny thing is is like these people of always existed right yeah. the dumb people have always existed we were yeah. just always able to keep them at arm's length yeah, but better. how did
0: so many dumb people get behind one movement that's my question like usually dumb people kind of keep to themselves they, they can't really get into a society group and say hey guys i want to be part of this because they're going to be like Because the
2: same algorithm that tells oh, you how to be the most efficient marketer tells you how the, how to separate uh society by class true so like, basically if they know all of your interests and they go, I know all of your interests and these people are interested in puzzles, but also too stupid to actually do one. Fair there you enough. go. We win. You yeah. know, the entire group of people I, who are it's marketing. Just sad that's,
0: it's such a low bar to get that many people on one side. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like the owners of the, the store I worked
2: inside. for fucking like they, they, I, I mean, I, I love them, but their, their brother-in-law said they, he shared a, a, uh, what's it called? Plandemic video. And oh and he's like big into that. And I'm like this, the, we, we can't have conversations. So I just now sidestep it because there's just no point in, in having that conversation. Well, I, I, no I don't point. know,
0: like for, for listeners out there, like, what do you do when one of your family members that you like deeply care about, or one of your friends that you deeply care about gets into shit like this? Like you basically like, you just have to cancel them because you just don't want to deal with it. And that's yeah. the thing. They, they, they create this group and they're a martyred group and where we go one, we go all or whatever the fuck. It's all, it's all the losers that, you know, most, like the educated just don't want to deal with. And yeah, like, we'll
1: see, I, like, I
0: I've, hate to say it, but that's kind of what it's turning into in a way. You know, it's like, it's such a fringe belief that, oh, Pizzagate, for example.
1: Yeah. Huh.
0: You know, like people died because of that. Yeah. That's what's sad. Yeah. You know, it used to be like the National Enquirer, like Cats on Mars. We were talking about yeah. like you just have a laugh at it. You'd be like, "No, that's satire. You can't believe that." But it seems like
2: enough people did. But enough people did. But exactly. That, but that and that's, you keep you create. But here is the the two phenomenon together. There is the the inability to actually just be even slightly critical of information as it's coming in so that that's one and that's part of education yeah but the other side is um the the fear mongering in the u.s like bolsters it to an extreme because they go okay these people aren't very bright let's make them scared yeah and scared idiots are the scariest people on the planet absolutely they are terrifying nothing is more terrifying than a fucking like afraid moron yeah no for sure right? Yeah, absolutely. Because they, they they have no ability to, you can't reason with them while they're coming at you.
0: No, you take (laughs) reason right away. You're dealing, you're dealing with a very visceral, basic, uh, you know, mentality of fight or flight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's no, you take the rationality out of it. That's all humans are. It's do I fight this or do I move on to fight again? Yeah. You know, and then that's, that's, that's the dangerous thing is they've tapped into that. And, you know, I, there's, there's part of me that's like, wow, we just need another good war and they'll all get shot. and They won't be our problem anymore. They'll be overseas. <laughs> but, you know, like, and then there's the other part of you that's just like, that's actually still going to be part of your society. Yeah, because now we're
2: in a global society. That's exactly it. And that's the biggest issue with the capitalism that we've had requires that we capitalize on other people. Yeah. Right. And that's not how it was designed. It was designed for everybody to capitalize on their strengths, not for a few to capitalize on the weaknesses of others. And I think that's the biggest issue because it was all about originally it was like, Hey, I make, I make bales of hay better than than I make milk and you make milk better than you make bales of hay. Could you still make bales of hay? And could I still make milk? 100% we could, but it would make more sense for me to focus all my industry on one. You focus all your industry on the other and we just trade Makes yeah. way, way more sense. You ever read the book Atlas Shrugged?
0: Yes. Yeah. 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 Gults, uh, g- uh, g- Gulch. You Big know, fan of Atlas. Really? Oh no, shit. Yeah, holding oh. up a clock. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, no. That's one of my. That's one of my favorite books. It's yeah. kind of made me who I am. It's, I've, uh, I've m-
1: never heard of that book. Oh, no.
0: oh, yeah. Well, written uh, probably in the fifties. Yeah. Um Ayn Rand, very right-wing, oh, very oh, okay. libertarian. Yep. Uh, in fact, uh, almost too right-wing and too libertarian for her time. Uh, oh, you definitely still had, into the 50s Exactly. And 60s you yeah, still yeah. had, um, you know... Uh, the Republicans like to say they were right-wing and then they talk to Ayn Rand and they'd be like, you're a monster! Yeah. You yeah. Know, like it's, it's, but yeah, no, Like when you look at it and you kind of say, that's what capitalism truly is, when you let ration and reason oversee your patterns and, you know, beliefs and your, your visceral fight or flight actions, you engage your reason before you engage those things, you know? And I think that's, that's really, if you don't have that capability... You, you, you're all you're, you're, you're immediately in that group of people that's fight or flight
2: constant yeah. you know but i think and that's why like the education system it has to be geared towards teaching people how to deal with certain things emotionally as well yeah. like we we go so fact and, and like so many fact-based and i think that's part of it that we do <clears> need you do need to have that black letter approach right that you need to understand like the scientific method you need to understand basic mathematics you need to understand but i think probability theory and how that plays off of decision making and how you uh how you weigh decisions in in real time is something that's not really focused on a lot not at all like my sister teaches in uh i think it's called a ba school um and uh or IB school, International Baccalaureate School, yeah. Um, yeah. which is like a, a private it's high school. It's
0: for Europeans, uh, okay, essentially, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah so, and, and I know she's been focusing on that, but I also know that, like, the public system in Alberta, which my sister-in-law works in, doesn't have a focus on that. And so, like, I think that that's one major part of it, because one of the, kind of tying it all together, so... Interestingly, with the military, they, that you would imagine that if anybody wanted every single person to sign up, that they could possibly get to sign up, it would be the military. Yeah. And yet the military still rejects a handful of people off of a few different criteria. And one of those is actually based off of IQ. Mm-hmm. So they won't accept anybody with an IQ below 85. Yeah. Right? And that actually goes up every few years because the relative IQ of society goes up when education is True. you know maintained. So the crazy thing is, is that accounts for roughly 5% of the population. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, so, um, or, or five, five to 10%, depending well, on where you are.
0: IQs, uh, a lot, it's a, it's a parabola. Yeah. Right. So you, you've got a hundred here, which is, you know, standard intellect. Yeah. And every standard deviation, there's less and less people. I yeah. think it's five IQ points. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, um, you know, as you get to more of the fringes of high IQ and low IQ, there's less and less people. Right? Yeah so just well yeah
2: like everybody's heard of mensa but there's actually a society called the prometheus society that's above mensa oh really yeah (laughs) and there's 113 people and it's like you have to have an iq over 160
1: wow oh shit which
2: is like yeah another level and i love like to me i would love to have been a part of it just because i love the name i hate asking
0: the question i hate asking the question but who here's done an iq test i've done a couple Uh, yeah uh, yeah. well what's
1: what's 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 the (laughs) iq numbers out there i mean I've got uh, my first one was 124, and then I did one where I was 126.
2: Yeah, and in high school it was 135, and then I did one a couple of years ago was 152. Yeah, oh, I did
1: one
0: it was it said 140. <laughs> that one was
2: a Raven one. I don't 140.
0: know. Uh, 144 uh, was the score I got the last IQ test I took. But you know, like. It's one of those. It's online, right? So I don't know. Exactly. Like, like you can't really, you can't really compare. Well, that so yeah, to, the one
2: I took in high school I take more seriously because that one was an actual official one. It was a two and a half hour sit down. for We, a did, psychology oh, class. Yeah, we didn't do that. Yeah, like, I, I had a high that, school no. psychology class, so I was really lucky. That's, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. So like I had that one, I take way more seriously. The other one I did was a Raven one, and uh, yeah, I I know that that would not be officially accepted by any of the yeah, societies. Yeah. Exactly. Which was right, one like, of the like, online ones you can do, but yeah, yeah, I, it's like I keep that more as an ego boost anything Yeah, um, and the, I don't. Well, I don't, don't want to do woo! another one. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I've, I, tapped
2: outward <laughs> I tapped out. We're tapped out. I'll get seventy five on the next yeah, one yeah. and be yeah, like, oh, Yeah. but the crazy thing is, is like just extrapolate outward of people who yeah. are too stupid to be accepted into the military. Let's take the lowest number at five percent, right? Yeah. Like. How many how many millions of people do they have in the U.S. three three hundred and yeah three hundred yeah. yeah so we're talking so, fifteen million right there that's a lot of people fifteen million people too yeah. stupid to be accepted into a job that literally wants everyone yeah so then what so, do they do be all you can be unless that's the fucked up thing is that <laughs> in a lot of those places <laughs> those people are employed right <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah they're, that's they're, the crazy shit but that I mean that yeah those the people, funny
0: thing is. I'd love to know the metrics of like high
2: earners with low IQs. Oh, yeah. It's got to be one of the lowest things on the planet. Well, yeah. I mean, like... Well, just, except uh, for maybe like now the siblings of the next gen. Yeah. Kind of thing. The, I was just
0: going to say, you get in a family business. I mean,
1: like... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Can't really do anything about that. Um, but,
1: uh, uh, t- TikTok and like being like a... Uh, what do they call them? Like a, a TikToker, uh, yeah, but like they're uh, they're influencers, oh, influencers, I guess, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. that kind of just skyrocketed with like the whole Vine and and TikTok now and and yeah. all that. that's the most and you form of marketing,
2: yeah,
0: it is. That's the worst. I, well, I, I would, would say so. You know, before you used to hire a firm. You know, and that yeah. they'd have to guess as to how we're going to market to this group of people. Generally, white too. I mean, in 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 our history, you know, most uh, most marketing was geared towards the white male, right? Yeah. And now, you know, uh, our our media is going the same way uh, because you can't make money writing paper ads or yeah. you writing newspaper, sorry, paper ads. Your 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 paper <laughs> becomes ads. Yeah, you know, yeah. like uh, and, and a lot of the news you get, uh, you know, especially from these. Um, uh, you know, right wing media play hubs are, you know, sponsored, sponsored content. Sponsored content. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I, I feel like there's there's definitely been a huge death of, you know, unsponsored opinion, you know. Yeah.
2: Well, and I think that that's, the that's problem is, like, is that that doesn't make money. And in the model of so kind of like touching, touching back to our last conversation, when you go with Milton Friedman's approach of the end goal of business is to Maximize profits within the confines of the law, but if that's estate, your only objective, if that's but, your yeah, only objective, that, you're that, fucked. That's the right?
0: thing; you can't have your fourth estate be profit driven. No, exactly. You can't. I mean, they're they're almost to the clairvoyant level of law, in my opinion. Like yep. people that uphold the law, and your fourth estate should be on the same kind of field. I mean, a journalist should be able to report on anything they want. Yep. And the reason why is so that when shit happens that isn't legal. The public knows about it yeah. you know the fourth estate's there to let us know when things aren't going the way they should but now it seems that you know if it's not sponsored content no one really gives a fuck but that's why i like vice you know they do whatever they want really they still make
2: money well, that's why um, i always like went towards Torstar because yeah. they funded a whole bunch of projects that were that were just basically geared towards let's let's try and take down a giant and i yeah. like that i'm like because yeah. cause i'm fine with, like punching up i'm always down with i don't care if you're taking on someone on the left or the right punch <laughs> up Cause I, cause I know I, yeah. I know i'm down and i don't want to get hit yeah. So, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, absolutely. <laughs>
3: absolutely.
2: yeah so punch up punch up all you want but no, yeah like uh, i hate the fear-mongering horseshit that we get in sponsored content and yeah and and it's just and a lot of the times it's so well
0: written and this is why yeah. i'm tying it into tiktok it's so well written you don't realize you're Reading an advertisement that's literally designed to psychologically sell you, yeah, yeah. right. Until it's either too late or you know you, you get pissed off and you're like, "Fuck another ad!" Right? Yeah. And this TikTok stuff, I mean, like it, it's gone. Like I, I think we're going to be the last generation that reads things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I hate to say it, but well, it, actually,
2: it, no, you'll read on the screen. Right, yeah. you'll read you'll read what the person's saying without actually yeah. looking at their lips yeah. anymore. Sure, but yeah. like it, it, I
0: think we're going towards a society that's going to be a lot more. It's recorded. You see it all. Yeah. Right. And it, unfortunately, with that is you'll, you you don't know you're getting sold things when you see things. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's a perception and marketing is is going a lot more from, you know, thoughts and feelings and opinions on beliefs and values to statistics and psychology. Yeah. And that's a lot more dangerous, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. When you look at that, it's like we're, we're going from this is a belief value you should have to we know how you think and behave. And we're using that against you to buy our shit.
2: Yeah. And, then, and then choice no longer exists. And mm-hmm. I think that when you also this is going to go off a fucking deep end that I don't know if we're ready for. Oh God, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. (laughs) But when you, when you also take into account the fact that neurologically speaking, the existence of free will is actually a non-starter. It doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Then you realize that these impositions, when people know your thought patterns and your, and your action, uh, like what, what triggers action, it's straight up manipulation. There is, there is no defense against it. Yeah. And that's, that's just knowing that if you were to uh, hook yourself up to a fmri yeah the fmri would be able to tell wh- what decision you made uh as as early as six seconds before it became consciously aware you. <laughs> so really yeah dangerous so wow. like yeah. so like in terms of in terms of the ideal the idea of free will it it doesn't exist in the brain it's it just it's actually something that just can't can't physically exist hmm. and it's, it's super easy once you actually just think about it, because if you just observe your thoughts for a second and then ask yourself, am I thinking those? Did I, did I generate it? And then, okay, like, like a, here's a, here's a thought experiment that, that uh, that, um, Sam Harris does that I absolutely love. He goes, uh, mm. I want, I want you to, to close your eyes and I want you to think of any country, just any country. Sure. All right. And, um, and we're going to do this process again. So I want you to to keep your eyes closed and I want you to think of another country, again, any country on the planet. Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh, why didn't you pick Istanbul?
1: I didn't think of it. It wasn't the first thing that came to my head. Yeah. but,
2: but exact. But you know, is Istanbul is a country, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Well, hold on. No, I don't even Istanbul know if it is, is, in is it? Turkey. Isn't oh, it? it's in Turkey. Okay, my bad. Well, Turkey, okay, yeah. So my mistake. So yeah. sorry. The the I guess the the point of well, I fucked that up badly. <laughs> oh, the, so the, the, the point, the point of that, actually, yeah, I, I, the fact that I don't know that as a country, Jesus. But uh, it's just one of those brain things. Yeah, yeah. But but basically, the idea is, is that you know it's you know it's a country, and you know your job is to think of a country. But because there's no more information there, your brain's just going to produce whatever it wants. Yeah. Right, And you have no control over that. Absolutely none. But it also doesn't deny the fact that you also know that these these other places exist, Mm -hmm. but they just didn't occur to you. And you don't get to choose what occurs to you. There Mm -hmm. is no choice there. And in fact, if you extend that further, and this is where shit gets fucking dark, pedophiles are victims of their own psychology. Because if they don't choose what they're attracted to, and they can't choose the society in which they live in, they are literally victims in in terms of their thought process. Now... I am not going to extend empathy any further than that. Thought
1: process is the (laughs) piece. But that that
2: is the ultimate end link of that. I think
0: there's just the ultimate choice you get, you know? But, like, yeah, you're right. I mean, where did I come up with those countries? What countries did you pick, by the way? uh, I I did um, Kazakhstan and Russia.
1: Okay. Oh, I did Germany and Russia. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Weird.
0: I did Kazakhstan because <laughs> I thought of Borat. And I was yeah, like, oh, okay. Borat, Kazakhstan.
2: And the right? funny thing is, is we can, we can rationalize backwards, but you actually don't know that that's why it was. Your brain's probably going, I was probably thinking of Kazakhstan because of Borat. But but true. we 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 know yeah, it, that it, rationalization works in reverse. It doesn't actually start at the beginning. It's true, right? So we are really good at rationalizing in reverse. After we've come yeah. up with it, we can go, hey, logically this makes sense. So well, I was probably I, thinking. About I also think that like logically, we we're talking about <laughs> Russia and Germany earlier. Right. So those both would make sense. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's why,
0: but well, I I think to to consider it as a whole. I mean, you also your brain is a biological computer. Yeah. Uh, that that works on chemical reactions instead of electricity, and it's far more efficient than anything on the planet so far. So far. Right? And we don't really understand how efficient our brains truly are, you know? So, like, for example, where do thoughts come from? Where do beliefs come from? Where does attraction come from? You know, these are all things that we need to understand how neural pathways and how these connections Really make us think and act. I mean, is it? Do we start with instinct first, or do we start with logic?
2: Well, and then like how, you got to really what trace is and what logic that's is. That's
0: exactly what I'm going to say, 100. percent Then you look at that and you say, "Well, yeah, is that?" Uh, this 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 conversation is getting different though i gotta say yeah it's definitely going a little more deep end i mean it helps
2: that uh you know you have a puff and then things start to open up oh yeah but i think on that note too like we just saw uh in alberta they're starting to do uh they've approved um psilocybin studies now and the interesting thing with that is am um, I the only
0: one that's just waiting for cocaine studies uh,
2: cocaine studies probably. am I the only one yeah <laughs> uh, yeah. I definitely would not go that route mostly because my brain's already on overdrive the last thing I need is something to fucking jump it again Fair you enough. can't throw a turbo in this I'll die I'm not oh saying okay. enjoy it. I enjoy I'm
0: not saying I I, I don't, don't get me wrong if it was legal I'd probably enjoy it but like I'm not saying it would be for me I'm just saying like you could kind of see how ridiculous this all is yeah, yeah. you know like we, we can make certain things Legal and certain
2: things illegal. Well, I think the one thing with cocaine is people can fucking die. Like I think well, that's, that's a huge one. Anything. Whereas like mushrooms, true. like like first off, weed not a chance, and mushrooms almost not almost the same level. <laughs> yeah, a- and and so like there's there's a few like caveats there. But the coolest but thing alcohol with mushrooms can kill you. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But that, but, but alcohol smoking. is is built into religious scripture, true. and so like. If we want to get into, like, the preferential treatment of religion, oh, my God, I can go anywhere from, like, fucking oral suction circumcision, which is allowed. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Straight up allowed under uh, under, under Hasidic Jewish tradition. They're allowed to perform oral suction circumcision where the moil so- puts its mouth over the freshly cut boy. Yeah. Yeah like 86 cases of AIDS in the 90s in New York because of that fucking rule. What? But yeah. So oh, it's just so hold So on, what? They hold hold on. cut it, it and you know, then just, they yeah. What why? I don't know. Something about their tradition. I don't care to look into it because they're g- given a presumption of legality because it's based in religion. The other <sighs> oh, the other yeah? the other interesting <laughs> one, cannibalism. Cannibalism illegal, right? But yeah. Let's go for the far left instead of the far right because sure. I'm normally that defender. Sure, and I know you can't give me this one. But <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but, but she's eating their placentas, right? That's yeah, that's straight up cannibalism. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Right, even just biting your fingernails would cross that border are a little so bit.
0: Good for you though. Like you make a placenta tea. I'm just <laughs> what? Are yeah, you you're what? grinding what? into like, capsules or whatever. Yeah. What? Yeah, the. F- fuck yeah are you thinking like drink go to booster juice
2: for but see that's the thing sakes. is fucked up ideology like, that doesn't touch their economic system they're oh. fine with but the second you want to buy mushrooms or have shrooms which will then make you open to the idea that going to work every day and doing something you fucking hate sucks and you shouldn't have to do it uh yeah they're like yeah you're not going to toe the line if you have those systems, but it's also so the off. fact
0: that you know a lot of it's it's the ability for them to have that executive authority over lower income communities. And I'm sure it's profitable. Because hey, they're not like, everybody smokes, everybody smoked weed, yep. uh, you know, before the legislation happened. The only people that were getting arrested for it Exactly. It, it wasn't it's minorities.
2: It, it wasn't us. You
0: know? Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 but that's you the know. same thing. Like,
2: like well, almost well, all drugs are legal if well, yeah. you're connected enough. Like, like the, yeah. there's estimate. Uh, there's estimates from the the Law Society of BC that 36 to 40 percent of all practicing lawyers are addicts in some capacity. Yeah. The percentage actually goes up in the medical community because because the cognitive dissonance there that allows them to say I'm not a drug addict. I'm medicating myself is yes. on another level because they write prescriptions for yes. themselves. And so most of them are prescription addicts. And yeah. if we ever also want to get into like pharmaceutical stuff, my uh, good friend has actually offered uh, to d- touch down, and he's a doctor in uh, pharmaceuticals. Oh, that'd be great. So yeah, doctor in pharmacology. So yeah, no, had, that would be, that'd that'd be that'd excellent. Be, yeah. I got a lot yeah.
0: of questions for Big
1: Pharma. That would be yeah. a good, good conversation. You know, and he comes um, from a
2: very unique side of it, too, because mm-hmm. the way he got into it was actually uh, he had been... Uh, an addict previously in his life. Oh, wow. So, yeah, very, very interesting mind. Okay, okay, so yeah. did, he,
0: did he get into the medical field to get more access, or was it an after-the-fact? Oh, no, no, no. It, it was definitely clean, not like,
2: like a, a... Not a Nurse Jackie No, 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 100%. <laughs> okay, no, it okay. was more to understand. Like, the, the, even the way he became an addict uh, was, was uh, actually through um, an, an interesting trying to help himself study better mm-hmm. because he was really good at school. OK. And basically, uh, the story he told me was that he, he uh, I mean, I, I hope that he's OK with this. I'll keep I'm keeping his name quiet. Yeah, of course. But um, but he had told me that basically he had uh, synthesized or, or ground down T3s to take out the codeine and the codeine would help him focus because he, he, he couldn't focus and do labs. And it would take him 12 hours to go through something. And when he did that, he could get it through it in three or four hours. So he just basically
0: did cold diffusion, took the acetaminophen out of it. Yeah, exactly. Right.
2: Yeah. And then, and then from there, because he he needed higher potency, as you go up the chain, you end up into, uh, into, you know, um, morphine and then you're into and you get uh, very heroin. constipated <laughs> just yeah just, just so, so you know it, oh, yeah. you're into heroin, Down or right?
0: stop everything Ooh. you know it's uh, i i had a back injury a few years ago and they yeah. they put me on uh, t3s to start and literally like the pain was pretty bad like uh, I, I got into a car accident and then i had a uh, spinal tap also that holy uh, shit Jeez. yeah i had a spinal tap when i was in uh, uh junior uh, sorry high school it was like i think grade 10 Uh, because i had bacterial meningitis that's right too yeah and uh yeah i was in the hospital for two weeks um but they did a spinal tap in order to determine i had it uh because basically meningitis reacts with your spinal fluid and changes its color so it's one of the only ways they can determine you have it uh without you know doing blood tests and everything else and then uh yeah i got into a car accident um at work uh yeah it was it was it it was it was a minor accident but like something happened to my back it just like next morning i was like oh fuck right and then like the first thing the doctor prescribed was like you know they did it the the low and slow method i had no issue with how my doctor went about it but it was just like you quickly saw like my body got used to these things yeah and the pain wouldn't go away right so like you started with uh you know your, your basic uh ibuprofen you know, stuff like that is like, over the counter, do your Advil shit like that, you know, for a few months that would work. And then like after that, oh, well now I feel the pain again. And then you're almost, it's almost like, where did that thought come from? Like, yeah. is this real pain or is this what you're imagining is, you know, yeah. pain, right? And then y- 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 I quickly, um, went from T3s, found those bungy up to Tramadol, And, you know, I had a prescription for lots of tramadol and it got to the point where I was kind of sitting one night and I said, well, what would happen if I just stopped taking all this? You know, like I hate being tied to things. It's just one of my, well, like people, one thing, like good people, you want to tie yourself to them as much as you can, but like things that make you, you know, dependent on, I need this to do X, Y, Z. That's where I kind of raised that flag and said, what if I stopped taking this? Like it was working but I'd seen the last two prescriptions the doctor gave me after a couple months, I was back in asking for something stronger. And I, I saw that, you know, happening. Thank God. And said, I need to stop this, you know? And it was honestly like shitty. Like the the first few days, the pain was, but it was the withdrawal really. And that's, that's all it really was is just the fact that my body had been so used to, you know, cutting that, um, Almost sensation that when I started feeling it was so intense, you know, and uh, it, it took, um, you know, a lot, it, basically a big change of diet. Um, it took, uh, uh, you know, counseling, things like that. But you, you're able to overcome that. But you, you can see how so easily someone just innocently starts. Oh well, I have this pain, yeah. and you know, not that the doctor did anything wrong, but a lot of these painkillers were really much too powerful.
2: Well, yeah, well, they're, they're chemically, I, I mean, if I, if we get them on, I'll, I'll have them touch on it, but my understanding is they're chemically, uh, nearly indistinguishable from their street counterparts. Yeah. So it's almost touching on that first discussion we had of like the opium act where yeah. they were like, no, there's going to be a street level and a pharmacology level. Yeah. And we're going the to, the t-shirts talking yeah, about. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. right yeah, and yeah. we're going to go, we're going to regulate one. We're going to, we're going to fuck over the people in the other. And, Basically, fuck over everybody, yeah. right? Like, and and that's because obviously the answer in this is regulation, but clearly not the way that they're doing it. right well, this like is how they,
0: fentanyl came to be, right? Well, exactly, you know. And
2: then car fentanyl, no, and then like yeah. a more potent yeah. version, always, right? And then the problem is, is, is because there's a, a, it's a cyclical thing, and demand spikes. There's actually a way of then flooding the market, like like China has been accused of doing with fentanyl, right? Mm. Of uh, and. And so because they, they could see the ramp up coming, they could start ramping it up. And then once it got caught and everybody was like fentanyl, fentanyl, then it became a street market issue, hmm. right? So basically once the, because the opioid crisis was the first time that we saw like white people really, like in the middle of getting hit with a drug, like a, a drug war style yeah. approach, right? Prior Fair to enough. that, it was isolated to minority communities. And, and so, yeah, it, it was interesting because, The news broke out and people were fighting back against it. And the news was on the side of the addicts in this case, a lot of the time, which had never happened for minority groups. Right. But obviously now it's impacting everyone. But a result of that was people's heightened awareness of the issues related to this. So there's two flip sides to it because the U.S. doesn't regulate it well. Homeopathy spiked like a motherfucker. Right. For the hippie sides. But then the other side is is street use spiked because if you can't get your access to legal you can get your access on the illegal stuff yeah and so it it kind of but the only reason that illegal stuff existed was because that demand was ramped up by the pharma, pharmaceutical companies right it's true yeah so like because without well when you get a habit yeah. you know
0: for these painkillers and you have a job that gives you benefits and then the habit gets worse and worse you know you lose your job you lose yeah. those benefits and then you're pushed to the black market you know, uh, and it's, it's unfortunate. I had a friend that actually, uh, hug himself, uh, because of his addictions. Uh, you know, he, uh, he, he basically saw where it was going, but he was at a point where he had lost everything because of them. Right. And, and uh, you know, uh, it, it, the problem is that these drugs is you build up such a tolerance for them over yeah. time that even if you want to kill yourself with them, you can't, you yeah. know, so a lot of these people, they're on that verge of, I just want to die and yeah. they'll take an ungodly amount of fentanyl and then you know their body goes into a fight mode where it it knows the chemical it starts making the anti chemicals now obviously if you take too much you'll overdose but no. the amount of anti chemicals your body can produce substantially increases each time that you use the drug right so it, it basically you get these people that are on death row that just want to die taking more and more and more of this chemical and the problem is you know no one's addressing that side of it. No, exactly. They're, they're saying, "Oh, it's a drug addiction." It's like, no, these people just want to die. I mean, like, yeah. that's a totally different mental issue than a substance like abuse it, problem. It
2: is a drug, a, a drug addiction, but we yeah. can't just use like that term so so like flippantly. Yeah, you know, and it just seems that
0: any any issue that comes comes to uh, drug culture, yeah, almost gets put into that category. And there's just so many layers to drug culture and there's so much positivity to it that you know as soon as you tie it to that one oh opiate problem or you know uh one overdose so it's just an overdose no we got to look at what caused this you know is this just a case-by-case example or is there statistics that'll support there's more than one person that's abusing this drug because of this. Well, and the shame that's
2: put on the people as well because of their use of certain substances is another thing. Like I Mm. lost a good friend two years ago to an overdose and he overdosed in the basement of his, of his mother's house, whose mother is a lifetime nurse. And the reason he was with his very close friend, he, he was not someone who would normally do fentanyl. My understanding is that there was an accidental mix and his friend had the shame, felt so shameful about the, what they were doing that rather than wake up his mom and give her a chance to save his life, he tried to drive him to the hospital and he died on the way. Oh, shit. And the fucked up thing is, is the shame that prevented him there manifested even worse because now she resented him for it. And I don't know if that played an entire role in it, but last year he the, the friend then killed himself. Yeah, and so now we've lost two people because that were both preventable yeah because of the culture that we've set up that is doesn't allow uh proper access proper communication proper resources for yeah. people and i think that that like
0: well the problem is too we we leave this up to our enforcing branch
2: yeah which is just not the right it's thing. not
0: the right thing i mean let's on on the on the level i mean we all smoke weed. We all, you know, dabble in drug culture, Yeah, you know, and, you know, we, sorry, we keep saying, you know, uh, but, uh, yeah, we all dabble in drug culture. And we've never really had that brush with the enforcement side of things. At well, and, least, to and the if extent, you're saying no right now, just, just put
2: your Pepsi down, which is by the way, sugar sucrose is a drug, right? Yeah. And you're you've probably had a couple already today. Yeah, caffeine right? as well. Right. Yeah. And alcohol. Yep. So Coffee. don't don't forget the fact that just because yours is currently socially acceptable, that it's not a substance or a drug, right? Yeah, the categorization is a joke.
0: And right. caffeine causes its own issues too. Yeah. I mean, you take too much of that, you can go into psychosis. Yeah. yeah. You know, it literally bro- blocks neuroreceptors in your brain that are logic and puts you in that fight or flight mode that we were talking about. And if that's, you don't
2: get enough of it, you tear down giant walls that's separating exactly, yeah. you from liberty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> no, and all I'm saying is <laughs> if,
0: if, it back in. If we're all doing this, I mean we need to understand that there's different aspects to how, you know, drug abuse affects communities. It's not just the the addicted that you know uh, break the laws and die of overdoses. It's yeah. it's yeah. the whole community that really dies with them. Yeah. you know it's and we've it's, seen whole
2: communities die as a result. Absolutely, of it too, we right? have. we had to rename
0: one just north of here because of its its uh, uh, Hobima. Remember that? No. Oh, they're like, oh, we're gonna rename Hobima to Mascochi. Uh Now they, they they veiled it in the whole, oh, it's uh, to support you know native indigenous uh, naming and Hobima was a white cast name, but it was really because Hobima was one of the most violent towns and we didn't want, and by changing the name all of a sudden you
2: know it's where, like that this fucking place, did you right? see that netflix documentary on the cecil hotel <coughs> no i didn't oh my <coughs> god you got to watch it because people have been talking about it yeah yeah so there's this fucking documentary and basically the cecil hotel is in this 52 block strip of like the absolute slums that is like the worst part of california right okay and uh, what i didn't realize i learned a lot from that doc but like 52 square blocks of um, a poverty level that's in the bottom ten in the in the, on in the globe. No, oh. so like some of the most impoverished areas on the planet are in California right now. That's insane. Now, yeah. So this and police literally have blockades to keep people from leaving there. The homeless are kept in that zone. What? So Fucking crazy. Yeah. That's but, insane. But yeah, so you've got this Cecil Hotel that's smack dab in the center of this, right? Yeah. And it's been there for over a hundred years, and people. So it's got a fucking crazy reputation. The the um california strangler the nighttime strangler or nighttime stalker he fucking hunted out of the cecil because there's no cameras anywhere basically if you came in covered in blood nobody ever asked any questions it was just one of those fucking skeezy ass places jesus yeah so here's what they do they get a manager in in like oh eight and she has this genius idea because uh, um, all of these fucking airbnbs and stuff are starting to take off yeah she's like fuck this let's rename three floors of the cecil and call it stay on Main. so they remarket floors three four and five <laughs> as stay on Main. residents oh are above them God. homeless free uh, low low income housing in the two floors below, below yeah, them yeah, yeah. and they have a shared fucking elevator yeah right so the documentary is not about this it's about some sketchy death there but but it talks about all this shit about the cecil yeah and yeah, holy flying fuck man like they just renamed <laughs> three floors and they go they had tourists everywhere no and, way oh my god yeah tourists fucking going like and they would come out and they're in a third world country You're yeah. like this is what is happening and so a lot of <laughs> tourists from other countries were getting murdered oh I on bet. the street holy yeah. shit yeah, I yeah. Bet.
0: oh yeah they show up with money in an area like that Oh. And you're a soft target. Oh I yeah, mean, and if a you're a woman, people... and you go,
2: oh, I want to go to Stay on main Let's Yay! do Stay on main I want to these bright colors, and they redid <laughs> just those three floors. Oh, they fucking yeah. <laughs> put a budget into redo just those three floors, <laughs> and amazing. oh my god, it's the most uh, uh like awful form of that marketing. That's hilarious. Holy shit! But yeah. I do think I got to table it now, mostly because I got to piss, but also because I got to walk the dogs at some point. They're probably oh, absolutely yeah. Crazy. We're
1: uh, we're coming up on about a hour and 40 something so there right, we go boys.
2: well i think next time we kind of touched on it but let's talk about some <laughs> policing and drugs and kind yeah. of get into that whole thing okay do yeah
1: do some research and yeah uh, yeah we, we
0: did uh we did reference uh you know police culture and the the, the feeder groups to that yeah so i'd you love know? to get more into it maybe Absolutely. we can pull
2: some stats up and and have like a like facts facts to back up some of our our sides on there yeah, yeah. Get well, the, once get the again you
0: know uh you're usually the one that does this, but you know, uh, like you were saying, we, we could double down. Yep. We could be like uh, celebrity babies that just want their opinion <laughs> heard and not the other side of things voiced yep. and cancel that, but uh, we decide to work through our differences and find the middle ground and have yep. some fun while we do it.
2: Exactly. Hopefully you guys like listening to it and uh, we'll see you next week. Absolutely. Take care. Take care.